This is Illy Vish, and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Gangster Certified. I do want to let all of you know I am so sorry for the weeks that have passed with no new episodes, but Virgo season hit all my Virgo energy, <laughs> as well as my Taurus energy and my Capricorn energy, and I had to take some time off to get some things in order because I'm working on a new project. That is super duper important to me and I just had to get the details in order and what better a season to do that than in Virgo season. Um, what this episode has basically is another conversation with me and the wonderful astrologer man of the houses and I find this very fitting because today is the last day of Virgo season and I feel like people, even though they understand that season's going to happen, whether or not you like it or not, some people be trying to cancel different signs, etc. The importance of Virgo season is to determine what's necessary from what's not so that when we come into Libra season, you know, we can have the that abundance. We can harvest things properly. So... Let us never forget how important Virgo season is. So this is just a random talk that me and Man of the Houses did on Virgo energy. I mean, we talked about a little bit of everything. Later this week, I'm going to discuss Saturn going direct and the start of Libra season. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. skip welcoming in Virgo season but here we are I'm here with man of the houses hey what's good second of September goat life yeah we are definitely I hope they're good (laughs) I hope they're good this I've been seeing people talk about you know how they've been feeling lately and it doesn't seem like a lot of people are good and I feel bad about that Uh, because the fun time's over Leo season's over isn't it yeah (laughs) the sun was out dancing and playing and inspiring all of us to just kind of like get out there be seen enjoy a festival yep like over here uh that's the over here that's the city you know there's a lot of festivals happening over here oh so many festivals so so many artists from all over just come over so yeah, it's usually fun time. Everyone gets merry, sunglasses, shorts, hot pants, and whatever you vest. And carnival as well, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Must be, like, no coincidence at all that, you exactly. know, of the time frame in which that occurs. Yeah, that- which just crosses over into Virgo season as well. But you know how Virgo is a mutable energy. So yes. you're dealing with a changeover, sort of like a changeover between... Um, the summer, the summer and the winter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's uh, this passing of yeah. a baton. That's like, hey, exactly. exactly. Yeah, and speaking of that, in Virgo season, which is mutable Earth, we don't just say these things just to say them. It's to yeah. remind you of essences and energies that you know Virgo holds. I'm not just talking about Virgo signs, just Virgo energy in general, right? Yeah, it's changeable, it's adaptable. I mean, you've got the cardinal energies 
the, the you know the initiators that get the ball rolling such as Aries or Capricorn mm-hmm. you know and then you've got you've got your um what you call it you've got your sustainers fixed. in form yeah, of your fixed signs yeah yeah and then you've got mutability which just goes to show that nothing is fixed forever and you know things perish or you know sometimes there's no there's no form or structure in the end and it just goes back to cycle so yes. fixed, so fixed the whole fixed the whole cardinal fixed mutability uh, mode is another testimony to cycles you know just like there's there's much more like the fire earth air war arrangement of the zodiac and the what you call it succeeding the cadent and succeeding houses and whatever right. you know right we we tap into yeah. those different groups groupings of energy for a reason yeah. you know if if we looked at the changeability part having to do with mutable signs you could always say at the end of every season you have a mutable sign occurring Virgo season is you know handing off to fall um yeah Gemini does the same thing from spring to summer. Pisces does that, you know, from winter to spring. This handoff yep. of energy is necessary. It shows the cycles, like you said. And in, in astrology, I don't think a lot of people realize this. We study cycles. That's that's one of the, like, <laughs> benefits of it in general, you know? Absolutely. I mean, we're coming after a sign of searching for identity, you know, in the form of Leo, which is represented by the sun. You might call the Leo the sun's mascot. Yeah. You know, the, glyph, the astrological glyph is the dot inside the circle. So after that, you get the industrious or really busy and not so attention-seeking behind-the-scenes Cinderella-type uh, maiden in the form of Virgo, you know? Mm-hmm. So, which is also testimony to relationships um, being a theme uh, in a zodiac as well. Oh so yeah, really, as in a flow, you know, flow of energy cycles. So it's all relationships, isn't it? Yes, it is because there there's definitely cycles within them, all types of relationships too. And exactly, you know, when we think about this changeability and the fact that Virgo is an Earth sign, we can even just like look at a symbol for it. We can look at what it's represented by the Virgin in the field, separating the wheat from the chaff, and yeah like we're gonna look at i I guess you could say what our ancestors and such had to do in order to ensure survival throughout the year there was a perfect time to do everything and in virgo exactly yeah go ahead i'm sorry yeah you had the you had the ancient egyptians who were very you know very very conscious of time very conscious and everything you know everything worked in in cycles so especially yeah you had the deity for vegetation um if i'm correct me if i'm wrong it's a cyrus or a saru so you had a deity of vegetation that's why some of them look green um, gotcha. yeah so it all ties in and purity as well purity being virgo but like you said separating the wheat from the chaff yes just goes to show how discerning how discerning Virgo can be, you know? Very it's much discerning, so. It, it discriminates and it organizes, but it does it with precision and detail as well. It does so, it without thinking so, too. It's it's innate. Yeah. It's an innate quality so, of Virgo energy. Absolutely. So filing, organizing, yeah, that's 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 the Virgo side of Mercury, you know? 
Mm-hmm. That's the Virgo side of Mercury. Because you know Mercury, they say in mythology that Hermes was the product of inf- product of infidelity from Zeus. Mm. So that showed Zeus's duplicity. Yeah. Zeus was definitely so Moorish. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But I give them their he reading. Was he, he was uh, about. Was, yeah. <laughs> Zeus was getting it in. But, he was know, shape-shifting and stuff. I, oh, yeah, yeah. In this day and time, I believe they call him an F-boy. <laughs> so, yeah, you know yeah, he was. He, he definitely <laughs> was. He yeah. was the... But the, the mad thing is, Hermes, son of Zeus, um, stole from his brother Apollo in the first five minutes of being born, according to certain texts in mythology. So, oh, wow. that's testimony to the Mercury. That's mostly Gemini, though. So shout out to the Gemini's out there. That's <laughs> but, um, more of the trickster energy that that's yeah. Vaseline. And he put, put his, he put his he put his sandals on backwards. Um ah. so some sort of trick some sort of tricks to do with them organizing cattle. And that also ties into the retrograde, doesn't it? Where you know retrogrades they happen, you know, every twenty to twenty four days, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love that everything ties into some sort of readable, studyable, you know, thing. Because I feel yeah. like people think, oh, it's just a bunch of made up stuff and people just making stuff <laughs> up. And I'm like, no. Um, there are, these are archetypes that we talk about with these energies, you know, and the stories used to explain them, the keywords associated with them. All of these things are very, very important if one really wants to understand astrology and wants to understand, you know, the energy that we're under the influence of. So if I say Virgo to you, man of the houses, what yeah. is the first word that comes to mind for you? Right. Um, just going back to what I said, um, Mercury retrograde happens every 20 or 24 days. That's not what I meant. So I kind of got that a little bit. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah, three weeks. Um, in that state, that's what I really meant. So when I when I first hear Virgo, yeah, I think of um, precision, organization, mm-hmm. detail, discrimination. Not in the sense of insulting uh, races or. Oh culture. no, I get what you mean. <laughs> discriminating, having yeah. discriminating taste. Yeah, because it's especially like I said, it's a it's a flow. It, it ties into the flow in energy. So with Leo. You've got a sign that knows what it wants, what it doesn't want. And that's why we need an ego, you know. And oh, yeah. a lot of things in our personality revolves around the ego, just like the planets revolve around the sun. So moving on, you've got Virgo, which is extra critical. And at its worst, it can be overly critical, self-critical as well. It right. can be it can be fault finding and nagging at worst, you know. Um, especially under stress as well. And that's another thing when it comes to stress. I mean, I'll tell you that <laughs> personally, me being a son in Virgo, um, it's a very mind, uh, body, mind meets body kind of sign. So if the mind's not in order or just out of, out of it, out of whack, then yeah, the body, the body is going to be just in chaos as well. You know, I, I feel but you. If the mind's good, then the body's good and both ways as well. So when you've got the sixth house, the sixth house actually ties in. It shares themes with Virgo, yeah, and dealing with routine and specialism as well. You know, it's 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 like if you've got Mercury in Virgo, for example, I've got that too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
maybe perhaps why they say it's exalted is because it's the placement of the specialist you know true to its nature yeah. it's fussy it knows exactly what work it wants to do so and precise was, yeah, yeah. Um, perfectionist perfectionist so if we're talking mercury is in commerce communication exchange perception bartering and learning and what have you yeah, you've got a sign that knows where it wants to be you know it's like I know I, I want to do this astrology you know <laughs> so you know it, it, it knows what it wants to do definitely it, it, it's very on task about what it wants to do and because yeah. of that I mean if you I tell people this all the time because you know every sign gets its hate but when different seasons come up and you see people hating on different sun signs yeah um they talk about the more negative aspects or the shadow sides to yeah the energy they're there i mean but don't, i tell don't, people, act, don't act don't act like you weren't involved as well putting <laughs> those mem- up. i see you on the ground putting the memes up <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm involved too I, I roast all the signs but there's a reason why i do this nah, it's too good it's just, it's just. yeah it's all it's all done it's all done for a reason because i learned a long time ago that everything has its more negative and positive qualities and if we're going to be under the influence of energy you know whenever the sun is moving into a sign there's spotlight on that particular signs um associated energies and some of them are higher some of them are lower but and plus i'm i have a verbal dominant chart so i feel like i'm roasting myself anyway (laughs) when i talk about these things like it really is the most prominent energy in my entire chart but um I do this because I want people to understand something and to have some compassion. There's always a way to reconcile different things. Now, you know, Virgo energy, of course, we're in Virgo season. So when we have this full moon, it's going to be in Pisces. So that automatically makes me think of the Virgo Pisces axis. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, we're emotional and then we're logical. If we wanted to just take those two, you know, keywords. Yeah. Yeah. Being logical and being precise and being like kind of pedantic and very detailed about everything. Yeah. That that will make one fussy. I'm sorry if 24-7 the energy present to you is in mm-hmm. looking at fine details, looking for ways to improve them just automatically. I have compassion for that Virgo essence because I go. That. No wonder there's nervousness associated with it, anxiety, you know, because can you, I don't think most people who don't have a lot of Virgo energy can understand what it's like to be constantly breaking things down, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not the most spontaneous demonstration of strong emotion, for example, the Virgo moon that we just had. You know, yeah, yeah. You're dealing with a precise, a precise area, a, a precise style for the moon to filter this kind of energy. You right. Know? So, yeah, it's it's going to be discerning. I'm not going to. I'll never say a placement is bad or a planet. Oh, no, no, of course. Planet in the sign is bad, you know, because ev- everything works um, to its advantage and everything has its pitfalls as well, which you can climb up and make and turn to a strength. You know? Oh, of course, yeah. No, yeah. no calling it negative names. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, what is not often documented um, with regards to the correlation between Virgo and Pisces, 
Um, just like you've got other axes, you've got the Capricorn Cancer axis, yes. you've got the Aries Libra axis, Scorpio axis, yeah, and um, Aquarius Leo axis. I hope I've covered them all. Ah, Sag and Gemini too. So with Virgo and the Pisces, have you noticed that Virgo likes perfection, but Pisces likes idealism? Yes. Yes, I so, I feel that flowing through me constantly <laughs> with my energy. So it's so easy for both signs to be disappointed as well because Virgo will turn up with really high standards, um, expecting and can be disappointed and, and Pisces can project their idealisms on situations and people as well. Yes, sir. People with strong Neptune placements too. Um, you know, like venus neptune or moon neptune mm-hmm. so uh, there's often that it that also carries on with the aloofness of aquarius and it pisces can be quite elusive so don't expect pisces moon natives to pick up the phone if you call them for example and they need to ret- they need to retreat oh and yeah that's not happening quite sensitive and the whole world of practicality can seem a bit foreign you know it can and i find that I have watched at times in my life these energies kind of like battle with each other but that disappointment that you just spoke of is very easy to recognize Um, both of them can have kind of like a martyr syndrome too um, yes yes absolutely it's like you'll do something and then expect things to go some way and you know Virgo with its perfectionism I think sometimes wants things that it itself cannot even give you understand what i mean just yeah be it so detailed yeah. yeah i mean absolutely that and pisces is not involved in prejudice or you know there's right. no agenda it's just absolute dissolution you know we're accepting dissolving. everyone yay yeah, everybody. boundaries whereas yeah. virgo will put those boundaries up you know so yes. they've got different they they do the same thing just in opposite ways kind of in a way i mean i guess um ideally <laughs> you'd probably have the paramedic and the ambulance driver one being the virgo and one being the pisces who knows one might be the mars in virgo or mars in pisces as we're dealing with assertion of energy yes or, um or the rescuer i mean both like rescuing pisces as well um i actually know one mars in pisces native who's actually a lifeguard and um you know, like you've got um, Venus and Pisces natives who might like swimming. It also rules the last, the final part of the um, the body, the feet. The feet. So got, yeah. Let's say Michael Jackson, who was a sun in Virgo, but he was a Pisces rising with the moon on the ascendant, and you see him do the moonwalker, literally, the moonwalker, literally. Like how how much more um, how much how much more um, indicative of the as above so below can it get than that that's what I don't think that a lot of people who don't understand the whole correlation or why as above so below is even said they Mm. they have a hard time being able to reconcile how you can say movements positions angles degrees interactions between planets and other you know heavenly bodies so to speak how they could, yeah. how you could possibly a see any correlation between that and what's going on down here, and then how do you quantify all that? And that's that's the part where we tell people this is why you need to know what you're talking about and learn about it Absolutely. because we're not just throwing stuff out there. Like no. literally, I want you to break down what you just said 
for newbies about Michael Jackson's chart. So he okay. definitely so, the sun in Virgo. Like you, you can just let them and then break down the rest of what you just said with his moon. Like I don't, I don't know the entirety of his chart, but um, let's say for Michael Jackson's birth year, the planets are constantly moving. They're in motion. They're they're in transit. According to the, the world of astrology, you take a snapshot of that sky when he's born, at uh, the exact moment of birth, and then we have a circle, a 360-degree circle, and the wheel of fortune stops. The planets land in their signs, forming alignments of other planets as well in spheres of life. So these spheres of life is where experiences are gained by the psyche, you know, because you know astrology. Um, Astrology valid. Astrology um, gives reverence to the psyche, you know. Yes. It's, it's you know the psyche and its experiences. So that's very important. So Michael Jackson. Let's say that um, at the at the eastern point of the eastern hemisphere, the sign on the eastern hemisphere when he was born was Pisces. Yeah, according yes. to the whole backdrop that astrologers use. We use a backdrop, the grid. And um, yeah, we just put it there. So yeah, he he being a Pisces rising, how he would look at the world, which is what the ascendant means. It's the mask that you wear, how others see you. Yes. Um pretty much how you initiate experiences, your style of um communicating and connecting with the outside world and that was Pisces yeah so he's pretty an idealist he's an artist he's an empath um altruist compassionate um but um, yeah I'm sure many will will argue with it it's a bit of a controversial one um with with the you know allegations put against him oh yeah oh yeah but there's no denying um, this, the, look at the track. Look at the art that he put out. It's very Piscean, very um, um, what's it? Hilda World and Earth Song and oh yes, he black, was black, black and white. With the, in, you know, in light of the um, Amazonian forest as well. That just made me want to watch Earth Song, and I was just like, damn, MJ just hit the nail on the head with that that video, that track right there. And I just pulled up his chart, and you should be able to see it. Yeah, see. So you've got the moon on the ascendant, as I said. You've got sun conjunct Pluto. So, um, you know, they say that outer planets tell the inner planets what to do. Mm-hmm. And these planets, by the way, are symbols. Yeah. yeah. These planets are symbols and they're symbols of um, and, and principal archetypes. So the sun being your development, your core self, your process of becoming, what individualizes you, separates you, from the outside, the dot inside the circle is at one with Pluto, which is very intense, transformational, magnetic. Um, yes. There's a lot of catharsis and purging. Um, it's it's a it's a serious one. That's a goon right there, Pluto. So if you've got the Sun and Pluto together, you know, and the Sun's the father figure, uh, Michael Jackson's dad. That says it all, right? Yeah. Joe Jackson. Um, so the Joe Jackson um, relationship pretty much um, pertains with that Sun Pluto, and you get a lot of people who have that as well, you know. So you know, he had 
the Venus and Leo, he stood out, didn't he? You know, he, he stood out amongst all the Jacksons. He did, right? Yeah. And you've got his, got his Mars and Taurus with his Neverland. You know, Taurus likes the finer things, quality. is also con- conserved the ecosystem as well. Yes, it's not it just is. the sign pertaining with, with hedonism and eating as much as possible. So it's a quality sign. It deals with quality, um, premium, good taste. Premium, good stuff, yes. My Venus is in Taurus, I know. Ooh. Yeah, see? <laughs> Strictly premium, right? (laughs) Yes, we love the good things. It makes me think of this footage that I saw of him shopping, and I don't know what particular establishment he was in. Yeah. But you could tell that, like, some of us would have been probably scared to walk through there because if we broke something, God forbid, it was (laughs) like not something we could afford. And he's like, I'll have that. And then just, oh, and look at that. And I'm just like, "Mm mm-hmm, I see you. I'm I'm sure onlookers have that same kind of train of thought when they look at Nas shopping as well he's also got Mars and Taurus yes so, um, uh, you know we'll get to that later won't we so you know the you know get to, get to that later I uh, really, yeah I really feel like I, I see exactly what you were saying these like you said symbolism these yeah ending for different things and then God think about even if you just talked about his Virgo essence <clears throat> yeah there's a lot that's there screaming and saying like he was a master of his craft. Oh, Michael Jackson. Oh yes, you have to. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, look at that Saturn on the midheaven. Oh yes. Yeah, and you know it's he started off early. He started off early with a lot of hard work, a lot of hard work, and it's on his it's on his midheaven. The midheaven is how the public sees you, your public standing, your your reputation. Reputation, your public peace, yeah. yes. The, and with, ooh, with yeah, Saturn so there. <laughs> yeah, and he he's the king of pop. He's, you know, Saturn, I know people say the sun rules the monarchy and is really royal, but um, damn, Saturn is a force. Saturn, Saturnians live on forever. You know, they work lives on forever you've got um oh yeah making timeless things things that are going to stand the test of time because saturn chronos and that's time yeah you've got floyd mayweather's got venus saturn mars saturn so um you know these people are in it for the long run or and when they're done with their long run their their what their efforts live on forever don't they? oh yes then their efforts uh, are are big their 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 career what they're known for huge oh yeah huge, legacy huge. big legacy yeah yes I see it falling what is that um Saturn and Sagi has mm. no wonder it's big <laughs> no yeah. wonder it's big I mean okay so I tell people all the time it's international, want... isn't it? Oh it's yes, it is. So we had yeah. tours across seas because that has to be yeah. foreign cultures traveling. You know, yeah. those types of. And I'm telling you, people thought that his performances were like spiritual experiences. There were people passing out at shows. I mean, like the yeah. effect that he had on people. Yeah, and these um. His moon square Saturn. Well, Ooh. yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't exactly smooth sailing in the family. And, um, I would dad especially. Exactly. And with Saturn Square, he's um ascendant. He he wasn't always at ease with his image, how he how he looked to people. And um uh, I believe Elizabeth Taylor had a big influence on him as well. Oh, and, definitely. 
yeah. So you know, you know what happened with his appearance. He he, he changed that up big time. I'd love to see the transits. I love to see the What's trends. What's going on? Oh my god, that was <laughs> yeah. so dope to look up. Yeah. Like every time, well, listen, listen. I, I know for a long time, even like my own children, I had to yeah. explain to them because they listen. You know, they're listening to music, but then mm. they would see the videos and be like, "Wait," and I forget. I lived through the, the transformation. Yeah, you know, we were alive. So you know, we get oh, that's Michael Jackson, but she's like, huh? <laughs> Sounds quite a lot of explaining to do. Yeah, yeah. like what? He's yeah. does not look like he used to. But yeah, yeah. see that represented there 100%. as well. Ooh, his Mars was in his second house. Okay. Listen. <laughs> sorry. It's in the third, wasn't it? Third. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's in the yeah. Oh yeah, it is. So yeah. here's the part that I, I just want to put out there to everybody. We're talking about right now, you know, someone born under the influence of Virgo energy. The sun just happened to be there when he was born. Yeah. But along with this, what I wanted to talk to people about is the fact that it is all of us who are under a whole lot of Virgo energy right Mm -hmm. now. Let's see. I was trying to pull the chart in my computer, but I think I have the one on my phone too. And the thing is, you know that Pluto as well there, it really hones in on making that destiny as real as possible you know pluto and scorpio loves the strength or the intensity you know so intensity um, is is part of its entire like essence yeah like so, i know you associate it you know virgo with purity i also kind of associate pluto and scorpio with purity mm. because seeing something at its pure essence means all that other extra extraneous bullshit is pushed out of there there's no pretense there's oh yeah there's yeah. no mass what are you at your core yeah yeah exactly and pluto will purge um there's a saying all false things will perish mm-hmm. so pluto will purge until those false things have perished and then you've just got your authentic you you know yes and it loves the destruction it came to oh, it, purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it loves the destruction yeah Staying away from you, Scorpios, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I love them. I love them. I have Scorpio all in my second house, so I feel like I value and understand them. I, well, yeah. <laughs> nice. And I'm, I'm a Scorpio rising for my solar return coming up in a few days. Ah, as well. yes, get it, get it. So, someone oh. has a birthday coming. We're going to talk about Ooh. that too. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I know your solar return chart is lit with all of this that's here. So, okay. As we are taping now, the sun is at 10 degrees Virgo, but Venus is at 15 degrees, Mars is at nine, Mercury's at eight, and Juno's at four. There is a Virgo stellium happening right now. Now from my location on this chart, it's fallen in the eighth house, but I won't get into that so much as the fact that what does this mean? This is what I, I need everybody to understand. And from both of our perspectives, I feel like we're both being impacted by this Virgo energy mm. in a specific way. I mean, you as a sun sign and Mercury sign Virgo. And then, you know, I have my Mars conjunct Jupiter, um, my Saturn and my Black Moon Lilith in Virgo. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm a sixth house sun. So yeah. the way that this energy is hitting me, it feels a lot different than what I'm seeing other people talk about in social media and different places. Um, I'm actually very calm <laughs> and very focused and I'm okay. 
I, I, I'm actually really okay. How are, how are you dealing with this I'm, energy? I'm not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this is, this is, um, I'm going to address another compl- complexity as well. So sure. even though I'm a Sun and Virgo native, I'm still not at home with this whole energy. It's a, it's a lot of energy going on right now. Yes, and very much. Just for those out there, um, the planets are transiting right now, yeah. So there may be trigger points in other people's charts. But what these planets mean when we talk about Mars this, Jupiter that, Neptune this, Venus that, um, they're symbols. You know, they're symbols once again. And they have their functions. They have their functions. They have, they've got their dysfunctions. Um, and they are also affected if they go retrograde as well. So you know, that affects the psyche. So, I mean, you've got Mars, which is like the developing the will. Yeah. Yeah. Developing the will, assertiveness, desire, your hunter energy, um, what have you. How you aggress you yourself, yeah. Yeah, you've got your Venus, what makes you feel harmonized, your style of relating, your values, your tastes, um, you know, creature comforts, mm-hmm. um, and, and much more. You know, you've got your moon, your what gives you comfort, emotional security, safety, and you've got Juno, your, um, your partner, it's a partner asteroid. Yeah, but sometimes we project those energies onto others, which we've already got in ourselves. So, yes, um, and I, I talk I, about the Juno archetype all the time. About like, if you look at the mythology behind it, I mean, Juno was Jupiter, Zeus's wife. Okay, there you go. We already mentioned Zeus was kind of a hoe, like n- not even <laughs> trying to be funny, but seriously, he was. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I the think. Yeah. He shape-shifted to get her. She was his sister. Okay, let's not even yeah. go there. But I'm just saying, this energy, I feel like it's really important for people to look at. And I think that they don't. A lot of people don't deal in Juno mm. or, or, or know a lot about her. But the no, reason, they don't. Yeah. yeah the reason That's I think it's so important, it's conjunct Mercury right now. And conjunct Mars. Now, um, this energy that has to deal with how you are in your partnering, etc., um, being in the sign of the Virgin, which is very discriminating, it can almost be seen, I guess, like as a little nitpicky as well. I read somebody refers to this kind of as like being—it's nagging wife energy right now. And I was like, "Yeah, hey. I like that. I like that. I, like that. I, like I was that. like, it's nagging wife energy, and I'm like, nagging, oh, nagging. Okay. yeah." <laughs> So if, with it impacting you, you're saying you're not comfortable with it. I want people to understand nah. something because they don't understand something very simple. And I think you've probably seen this in teaching yeah. lots of different concepts that like, okay, so the sun... I mean, that's, why, that's why I mentioned Mars. That's why I mentioned Mars. Also. Gotcha. So it's, it's just like my Mars plan is Sagittarius. Yeah, so, so squaring. Whilst, whilst, yeah, so... Sometimes I have to bear the brunt of people saying, oh, you're a Virgo, and then they want to put me in that box. But, um, <laughs> you know, the Sag squares, my Sag sun squares, my, my Sag Mars squares all of that energy. All uh, of that energy. Yeah. My, my Mars is at 10 degrees, um, and it's in an Aries deacon as well. So... Okay. Get mad. Whatever, yeah, whatever I want, whatever I like. It's very competitive, very... Um, the side when it, when it wants to be in its, in its own taste or direction. Um, 
they're squaring a lot of that precise energy. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was I was just thinking about that, especially with the degrees that everything is at, and then. Also the fact that, I mean, some people don't look at it this way when they see things like, oh, well, there's conjunctions going on. They go, you know, that's a good thing. That's a harsh thing. When energies are lining up exactly, I mean, I know you're going through the square with, you know, with your Mars, but if you even think about it getting closer to your sun um, Mm. or, or touching your Mercury, it's like you're being really, really impacted by this energy in a way that like, let's say somebody who doesn't have any planets in yeah, I've, I've been, I've been, restless, I've been yeah. restless as hell. Restless as hell. I, I can imagine. And that's 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 the pros of a square as well. You know, mm-hmm. like a spark, a spark can come from that tension. That spark can turn to a flame and keep you warm, or you can just get results. So, you know, it's good. But a conjunct with a conjunction, you're going to get energies that merge, blend, and act together. You know, yes. they they're one. You can't you can't look at them separately, and um, if they're all comfortable together, that all that all depends on the nature of it. I mean, if Saturn was there, that's a whole different story. You know, the Moon might not be so comfortable with Saturn, neither may Venus. But um, with Mars and Venus together, that's that's powerful right there. That's um high highly libidinous, and oh, it's, yeah. really, it's magnetic. Um, it's in line. Wants and needs are in line. Same with emotional security. Same with the um, the purpose the pro- development process of becoming, you know. Yeah, and being able to speak on it, I feel like so <laughs> the nagging wife energy, so to speak. <laughs> I yeah. hate, I hate like some certain things, but they exist for a reason. Stereotypes exist for a reason. They do. They do. Um, but I feel as though the energy that this is projecting onto the collective, despite the fact that I know we have different charts, so of course everybody's going to be affected differently by this energy, but on like a general collective scale, it's Mm. like attention to the details in areas of your life are so apparent right now that it's not even funny. Big time. You're noticing everything. Yeah, details. It's it's an energy... There's a, there's a lot of craftsman energy, you know? Yeah. On their job, about their craft. Very meticulous, very meticulous um, attention to detail, handling, you know, with hand handling tasks, especially learning and analysis, you know? That's, that's, those two go hand in hand, Virgo and analysis. Almost oh, definitely. Most. You've got to take the whole chart into consideration, of course. Oh, of know? course. That That is yeah. definitely something that I feel like a lot of people didn't um, really think of when we're, you know, just talking about the different things that are going on. We can't just lump all Virgos into Nuh-uh. one category. I have no Virgos born on the same day who are alike in some ways, but whole different, different generations they were born in. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah. You've got... Um, and you've got you've got the opposition to Neptune as well. Ah, got, yeah, yeah. So you know, Neptune <laughs> in its nature it can pretty much be there all the time, and you won't see it. That ghost or the fog, or whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, I mean, aspects to Neptune. I mean, you know, Neptune's about Neptune. Also deals with letting go. You might not want to do the Virgo. You know, I've got Neptune in the sixth house. And sometimes I've got Uranus in the sixth house as well, natively. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm not your usual, you know, 
if they say like, oh, impress Virgo by making lists, and um, yeah, that might impress some Virgos, but not necessarily. <laughs> I, don't, I don't keep lists. I'm not. Everything's not in order. No two days are actually the same with me. Um, yeah. The irony of it being the house of routine and rituals. No, um, but I, you got that Sag energy there in your six. So yeah, yeah. exactly. You got the Sag, got the Uranus, got the Neptune. So mm-hmm. it, it 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 will you know it likes to let go sometimes and with Neptune as well being in the, the precise sign of six the precise energies of six house it's not going to be able to handle as much drink as let's say the conventional drinker who's down in four <laughs> you know styrofoam cups of Hennessy <laughs> <laughs> let me find get... out someone's out in the world right now just down in Hennessy without me I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> Say some for the reverend, as Bernie Mac said. <laughs> yes, yes, but he's he's very right. Like just your your particular, um, not only just the placements, but also the aspects in your chart are going to have a lot to do with the flavoring of you. So oh. I mean, Virgo suns, moons, and risings. I know there's a lot of things that like came to mind specifically for you because of the way that you'll be affected by this energy. But even uh, that'll be more individualized based on your chart. So we're saying yeah. a lot of general stuff, but just want people to understand the essence that is Virgo, since there's so many planets in it right now. Like, oh my god! Thank you. So, like that day where all those planets were opposite Neptune, mm-hmm. all, that, all that Virgo energy and was squaring my my natal Mars. Guess what I went and did about it? What? Went for a ten K for a ten K walk. Ah, stop. But that we came. We, we reached. We re- we sat, I satisfied both energies, didn't I? I yes, was restless. I was on a move. I was exploring, and I still ended up satisfying the Virgo sun. See, there's a way to reconcile these energies, y'all. He did that perfectly. <laughs> Conflict and reconciliation. You know how it goes. You channeled that restless energy into motion. Yeah. That's, that's the beauty of seeing squares. So when people say squares, nothing's inherently good or bad when you see square as, square alignments or aspects in, in a zodiac chart or transits. And, you know, um, just for those who are new to transits, transits are the planets in motion that can be trigger points when married against the natal chart. Yes, yes. The planets are constantly in motion and how they're in motion against the ways that they're affecting and aspecting your chart are very, very important. Very yeah, and, important. And different, with a different speeds, some stay longer in science than others, you know? Yes. So. And I know, like, the other thing you addressed that I wanted to kind of, like, punctuate is the essence of squares and, you know, how people go, oh my god, that's bad energy. And for me, like, well, I have a T-square, I have two T-squares, technically. <laughs> Yeah, in my birth chart. Um, I feel like life is boring without any sort of challenge. So when we have difficult energies, either that we deal with natally or that we're dealing with because of transits, these Mm. are things that are put here for our greater good, even though they may feel uncomfortable. They often, you know, kind of put you into action, like kick your ass into gear. Big time. And Virgo definitely is all about, like, it has no problem saying it like it is, communicating like it like it is, 
because it needs something to be better. Change yeah. is to come. Change is imminent. We are in a season <clears throat> of change. And Absolutely. Science give a clue as well, don't they? Yes. You know what's crazy? The what's other that? thing that I thought about is whew, with the Capricorn energy that we have too, all this earth. No, no. Lord have mercy. <laughs> There's some people that handle that better than others too. So direct question, I guess, for you. If we yeah, were to tell on. the collective in general, like, okay, well, there's some things going on right now that you need to look out for. I hate categorizing things necessarily by sign. Like, oh, well, Aries, you know, this this Virgo energy yeah. is going to be happening in your sixth house. Like, I mean, that's easy to do. But I feel yeah. like it's easier to break down by element, maybe. Absolutely. To kind of pick your brain about, you know, okay, so all this Virgo energy going on right now, plus Saturn, the South Node, Pluto and Capricorn. So that's even more earth energy um yeah. that the sun is moving closer to i mean literally with earth yes you've got the whole ordeal that happened with the amazonian rainforest catching fire and everything yeah yeah that literally earth but then earth is a very practical it's a very grounded energy element i mean you know with earth it's grounded it's reliable it's durable is strong you know? yes yes it's it, it gives form it's, it's, it's it has form doesn't it yes it, it wants to it's material it's it's heavy Absolutely. yeah you know it's of substance yeah of definitive substance so you know I feel like Definitely. the Virgo energy peeking through that now granted there are people with their theories about the different reasons why you know, the Amazon was on fire. Oh, yeah. Course, and I yeah. I definitely understand all their concerns and I'm not negating anything. But specifically looking at that, when we talk about the elements in astrology and even if we have people just look at their sun signs or yeah. like I have an Earth dominant chart period, I could look at it that way. How would this, how would Earth affect Earth? What, what would we say to that for all the Earth signs out here, Earth dominance or Earth moons and risings? Yeah, I would, I would feel like practical energy is permeated below you know mm-hmm. sent from above and it's just permeating below you know it's a time of practicalities it's time to not live in the clouds you know gotcha be grounded, grounded get things done um do the do the difficult it's a time to confront uh different situations you know it's a time to how can I put it download those dreams you've had and, and bring them into um, bring them into um, form, concrete form, material form. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely materializing. And, uh, you know, even if we want to take it to religion, like on earth as it is in heaven, do you know what I mean? So. (laughs) I like that. And then a complementary element to earth would be water. So for water signs, which are also a very absorbing element, um, one that is, you know, an essence that has more, like a more feminine essence, so to speak, just yeah, feminine, feminine, not in the sense of you know what we, what the first thing you think of when you say feminine, oh, feminine in the sense of like being receptive, you know, like you've got outgoing, boisterous, 
um, masculine energy, and then you've got the receptive energy. You know, the energy that's kind of quiet, um, reflects and receives. Sort of like the sun and the moon, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Yes. The the moon is definitely reflecting the rays of the sun. Yeah. And water reflects as well. Um, yeah. I mean, water water gives fluidity, doesn't it? So it's like you put earth and earth and water together. You know, sometimes you can get you know the whole pottery or the mud as well. Oh There's yeah, more. you can build something with mud, yeah. or you can get stuck in it. See, it has its yeah. good and its bad side. <laughs> exactly, because the earth can get too rigid, so sometimes it needs some water to you know to flow or be more fluid, be more more smooth. Yes, no. uh, yes, I love the way you put that because that's so true. Um, thinking about things on an elemental level opens up another door of understanding that is a lot more um, I don't know like you can visualize it better for a lot of people it helps them to click with some of the concepts that might have seemed a little bit harder to grasp yeah like sometimes and sometimes like you have to break down to break through sometimes you know, which is more of a Plutonian kind of concept as well mm-hmm. yeah. I agree but like you know Earth people especially are really happy with results, like really practical results, not living in fantasy land, like things that are actually more tangible that can be realized. You know, we like to just make a contribution to the environment, to the collective. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You and you wanna be able to see the physical manifestation of that. Exactly. And also it's very physical, literally very earthy. So you're going to get the sensuality. You're going to get a lot of emotions conveyed through a lot of, um, you know, physical displays of of indulgence. And that's why I think it's interesting to think about how Earth would affect an air sign. And I tell people, even thinking about, like, what happens, we said this before, I think, with air and Earth. Like, that can either be like a dirt storm or it could be very directed air energy at Earth. It's all how it works together. Yeah, it's, it's because, um, mm-hmm. let's take let's take Aquarius, for example. Uh, uh, the more serene, I wouldn't say the more, but it's it loves a mean of the minds, good mean of the minds. And, um, you put Aquarius with Virgo, and you're dealing with you've got two enigmas, isn't it? Oh yeah, <laughs> the Queen Conks, and yes. they're, pretty, they're pretty fascinated by each, by each other's energies. So yeah, they they can go together. Sometimes they can't, but um, both have their similarities as well. I mean, you know, they're both. I feel like they're both they're they're both very hardworking um, natives as well. Hardworking natives who. Um, and we all know Virgo gets a lot of satisfaction from a job well done. Oh yes, oh yes. Virgo, Virgo needs to be useful, especially the moon in Virgo. You know, mm-hmm. needs to be useful, needs to be needed, needs to have done, been the good egg in class. Yeah. Like yeah. I did it right. <laughs> and then you got the air signs that you know have that insatiable thirst for information communication and you know dialogue and exchange so they they can go hand in hand but then again it's like let's say aquarius for example which mm-hmm. is you're dealing, you're dealing with visionary seeing the big picture but then you've got virgo which will concentrate or hone in on those tiny details you know 
Yeah. So um, and no, I don't know any other sign that appreciates those small details or the small things in life. And um, I, I once heard that mantra, and I've just stuck to it, stuck to it forever. That the little things make the big things happen. So, oh, definitely. Um, you see it how is... both can get along. Yes, it's the pieces of it's the small pieces that basically you know make up the whole. And Virgo was concerned with the small pieces, the details. Yeah. So it would help. I, I feel like what does that help air um, better organize and make concrete all of the different information it's yeah. absorbed. Okay. Absolutely. And you know, some air signs <laughs> they can take residence in their heads. Um, <laughs> And Virgo can remind them, like, listen, look after your body as well. Don't forget you're here in the physical, you know? Yes, yes. Uh, I can dig that. And then when you have this earth with this fire, I call it sand when I think of the, um, (laughs) what it can make. It seems like a lot of fire signs don't like this Virgo energy. It's not... Aries, Aries. I I know some Aries people who love Virgo. And, um... You know, shout out to that. Shout out to um, a lot of Aries people that I know. But I honestly, feel like it's the Leos I've seen complaining. Just in my personal life. Ah, yeah, they they would. The Leos always got something to say. <laughs> I mean, if they, if they would, they'd have they'd have their season lost forever. <laughs> to them, it's still Leo season. But it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I feel you. So no, I get it. I think. Um, Fire energy being spirited and action oriented, and you know it it tends to do and yeah. not and not like think or organize. That could be a reason why it's a little hard to absorb this Virgo energy that causes yeah. you to pause but, but and that's actually why, figure things out. <laughs> that's that's the yeah that's the beauty of the quincunxes as well. I mean, sometimes Virgo can be too slow and procrastinate. Mm-hmm. Aries Aries will speed by. So if Aries is Breezing by at you know lightning quick speed, it's moving too quickly to see the details, which Virgo can pick up along the way and be like, "Yo, you know, you forgot this or there's this. Uh, let me bring this to your attention." So, a little common middle ground is moving at a faster pace, but collecting the details, and we can get much more in productivity and results. Yes, we need. So you got. We need yeah, that. Yeah, you got Capricorn. And Gemini, Quincunx, you've got the Libra and Taurus. Yeah, you've got the Aquarius, Virgo, with regards to air and um, earth. And then, yeah, you've got you've got the earth and fire and earth and fire Quincunxes as well, like Leo and Capricorn, um, haven't you? It's like, I, I'm trying to think of the way to explain it to people. So I, like, we're being really... Concise for them to understand that those are kind of like conflicting energies, not really conflicting, mm. but kind of, they, they just don't understand each other as well. I guess you could say. Yeah, but you'll be surprised how many people are married with those. With those I know, I know. Like the Obamas, the Obamas have got, got quincunx signs. You know, just an example. Not that none of them are Virgo, but you will find some. But the interesting thing I learned before getting deeper into astrology in regards to the um, the depth. Cycle, um, the depth astrology or the, or the um, cycle astrology was I was always interested in finding the most compatible sign yeah yeah now you know with with let's say signs like Scorpio you get like Scorpio and Capricorn which makes sense that's basically like power couple yeah mm. or um, Aries or like 
Leo and Gemini sometimes as well. Like, yeah, I can um, see that. if I had a pound for every time I've heard of a Leo Gemini couple or friendship, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be able to buy some of that, you know. Um, <laughs> with Virgo, it was always mm, this one and that one, but I'd never see um, a Virgo parent head and shoulders above the rest, which was interesting. So, I guess we're not so easy to, diff- um, to deal with, are we? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna have some questions for you in a little while that I got from some people for Ask a Virgo Man, um, I'm on. our listening audience. But before I got to that, I did want to say hmm. I feel like I've there's just so much Virgo man hate. Like, like I see it all the time in the groups and everything, and I'm like, haters, haters gonna hate. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's to a level. I mean, I even put up a joke the other day. I'm not, I'm not exempt, yeah. as you said, from you know running around here throwing shade. <laughs> but I don't hate Virgo men. I've had some difficult experiences with some, but like, I don't. Did you I'm, see that? Did you see that meme I put on the, on the IG about how Virgo rising had everyone in the club lit, telling them get that dirt off your shoulder? Oh yes! Oh yes! Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you know, Jay, Jay's yeah. a Virgo, Jay's a Virgo rising. So, <laughs> you got irony. Clean. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, 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 people brushing off invisible dirt for for a trend. People still are doing it to this day. But um, I'm not sure if he invented it, but he definitely coined it, didn't he? You know, he definitely dirt. made it popular. <laughs> dirt, dirt and Virgo, you know? So, um, yeah. That, that uh, whole Black Album era, I remember... Oh. Yeah, that was quite important. I, I, to be honest, listen, not to sound like a stand, but me and my cousin Kai, I feel like we got the Black Album, and it's all we listened to for like six weeks. Oh yeah, like Fresh. literally, just yeah, just for six weeks after we got it, and you know, there's a certain. Well, we can talk yeah. about Jay Z with that too, with the Virgo. I, because well, this is it. He's a, he's a Virgo rising. Nas is a Virgo, and um. Boy, you know, Nas, that Nas is my guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that whole war, it was an epic war, Nas was my guy. So, um, but it's, yeah. it's interesting. It's interesting because, I don't know, um, do you want to go through those questions first before we start going? Oh, no, no, we can talk about, this segues into the Virgo aspect that I wanted to talk about having to do with music, music, uh, performing. Cool. Um, cool. So no no I mean, we can go there first, especially since you know we brought up Hov yeah. and, and and Nas. Yeah, Hov and Esco. So let's say Sunshine wise, they're they're Virgo, they're Virgo. One's a Virgo, one's a Sag, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, square. Oh. Square. Now let's take um, Easy E and Ice Cube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube's a Gemini. Easy E's a Virgo. Yeah. Mm, both mercurial ruled. Both mercurial, but square again. Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's, it's interesting. Those squares present themselves. Um, you know, you get you get the conflict, the tension. You know, but um, that was a great battle, though. I mean, exactly, it was great for hip hop. If there's no battles, if it's just past the microphone, oh, you rap one verse and I rap one verse. And you know, we just keep getting along. You know, you would you wouldn't have had that. You wouldn't have had people at the edge of their seat wondering. You know, that's that's where. I mean, Nas. I remember the situation he was in. Um, 
Listen. He he uh he, if he if he didn't have an Aries moon, who knows? Who knows if he would he would be fit for Now I know like four Virgos with Aries moons and and my son, even though he's a Pisces, he's an Aries moon and he's a Virgo rising. There's yeah. just something interesting about that to me. I don't know about when they get pissed off and when they go to war. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all I know is Efa legendary disc was made at lightning speed after um, oh how, uh, after takeover wasn't uh, it yeah it was takeover first and yes as soon as he heard that I guess he was he yo that Aries moon for, for all of y'all to you need to understand something about Aries moon people in general okay this is emotional impulse at the <laughs> warrior level the Mars I'm going to get listen that happened so quickly he put yeah. that out, and it was just very raw. It was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a ceremonial burial. Was yeah, burial. yeah, he definitely, yeah. And the, the, the lyrical precision, Virgo, and I mean, he's he's a Venus and Scorpio. They're both Venus and Scorpios, aren't they? Um, wait, oh, they, I, I think you're right. Yeah, I know, but I know, I'm sure I've got both their charts. And Jay is a Gemini midheaven. Hmm. I think. And that, and that Jupiter in second. Let's see. Jay, I just, I'm still screen sharing. So no problems, no problems. I'll go to Nas in a second. Um, yeah, look look at that Pluto on the Virgo Ascendant. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why, but woo. <laughs> no. That just, I when I think about, okay, so for people that don't know what we're talking about, I guess I should have said, you want to make sure that you want to, you look up a song called Ether by Nas, N-A-S, and, yeah. but you can also look up a song called Takeover by Jay-Z, because mm-hmm. that's what spawned him getting ethered oh, boy. by Nas, but right now, we're talking about the fact that Jay-Z has a Virgo Ascendant. And seeing how, the, and he's also the he, yeah, he's Pluto and Virgo generation. Oh yeah, yeah, and you, you see that you see that Mars Queen Conks as well. Oh yeah, he uh, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, he pretty much wants to take over everything, doesn't he? Literally, he'll start a label, then drop a label, start a label, drop a label, do another label, sign this person, sign that person, sign this person. It's about innovation and um, ingenuity for him, and he's always going to yeah. be on the move to the next. Yeah, that stand was um, innovative. He's pretty much given us the financial timers with these albums, Reasonable Down, what have you, um, Saturn and Taurus and all that stuff. But um, sticking to Virgo, you know, um, have you noticed in Sinistry how Virgo suns, people, Virgo sun natives, um, are drawn to the rising sign as well? Yes. So we we all know who we're talking about here. Um, <laughs> yeah, the beehive, beehive for the beehive out there. Exactly. If you did Beyonce. not say, Beyonce is definitely a Virgo, Scorpio, Virgo Sun. Yeah, Scorpio Moon, Virgo Sun. I see some arguments over her rising because of the birth time. Some people that have her down as a Libra rising. Ah, but I'm not sure if that's accurate. Hmm. But yes, definitely drawn to you know that essence. You're, you're oh yeah, correct. yeah. I mean, if she's a if she's a Libra rising, you know Jay's got a Libra moon, so you can kind of see the glue there. And if she's a Scorpio rising, um, 
you know, she it still ties him with his Pluto and the Ascendant. You know, she's still, you know, drawn to drawn to power. Oh yeah, there's definitely a draw to power. They are a power couple. And then also something interesting to look at. I don't know if you've ever read um, Nas's baby's mom, Carmen Bryant. Carmen, yeah. She wrote a book, and there's a there's a section that I remember where she kind of alludes to Nas having always kind of had like this crush on Beyonce. Oh, really? And that, you know, he tried to get at her, but I don't know if he just said this because he was rejected by her. I don't know. But I don't know. They were on the same they were on the same label, weren't they? Columbia. But Carmen says that I that she's like, uh, he liked her, but she had stinky breath. And I'm just like (laughs) Yeah, I heard that. So, I mean, I'm just Sounds thinking about going. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking about the connection also with, you know, Jay to to Nas because mm-hmm. of and then, you know. Yeah, we, we that shows up in a lot of I don't want to call it a triangle cuz we're not trying to say it was a definitive fight, but just mm-hmm. the fact that them two went at it lyrically and mm-hmm. you know, the connections each other's charts could make to uh, let me just stay in here. I always do this. Um, but the thing about the wordsmith as the Virgo, because I know we have a lot of Gemini MCs that we talk about all the time. Yeah, I mean, let's say Biggie and Jay had a Jay's got a Gemini Midheaven. They don't write, you know. They 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 you they don't use they don't write. They, they don't just, write. Yes, yes. Nas is a wordsmith. Like Nas, his penmanship. Um, some would say that um, obviously Illmatic um, has been relative as the greatest hip hop album, the greatest rap album of all time. When I, I first saw that album, all the time. <laughs> when I first saw that album, yeah, it's, it's dope, isn't it? Yes. What's your favorite track? So it's hard for me. Okay, quick story for you guys. When I first heard Illmatic, a boy that I used to like had dubbed it from his cousin and, you know, dubbed it onto a, a, a cassette tape. It was not in order for the actual album. So since that's the first way that I heard it, it took years for me to listen uh-huh. to Illmatic in its original, like, form. Mm. And be like, oh, okay. And it not sound out of order. Because when I heard it, the intro wasn't even until the third track. The first track on there was New York State of Mind and then it went into um, One Love and that, like it was a completely different order and I think I, I know this sounds crazy because I don't know how many people actually listen to albums in their entirety anymore this is it I mean you don't get the order you don't get the flow the last time I listened to an album that had that kind of album flow was probably Kendrick's Good Kid Mad City Mad City not, yeah not, not to mention that in the same light as Illmatic but I, got I remember let's say like um, uh, Stillmatic um, you'd have that um, second childhood track produced by Primo yeah yes when Nas you know I, I, he's, he's my he's my favourite because of his story everyone knows I love a good story his story um, telling progress yeah yeah so when second childhood ends um the way Destroy and Rebuild pops up, another diss track. That's what we call album flow. You don't yes, that. exactly. You know? That doesn't happen anymore. It, there's not a continuity to an album. 
exactly that cadence you know yeah. there's a particular flow so for me all right for illmatic life's a bitch is my favorite Jeez. it's it's mostly i'm sorry i love az's verse better than Nas. Um, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that verse is epic. He says, visualizing the realism of life and actuality. Fuck who's the baddest of person status depend on salary. If my mentality is money orientated, I'm destined to live the dream for all my people who are made it. Yes, like I love that song, and that always stood out to me. That's, but, a Virgo, that's a Virgo and Pisces right there, you know that. Ah, I didn't even think about that. I was just about to ask you if you knew anything about. <laughs> <laughs> AZ start. Ah, I see the I see the opposite energies working well together there. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit like Mob Deep. You got the Taurus and the Scorpio, isn't it? Listen, you know? let me tell you how much I love Mob Deep. And anytime when I was younger, when somebody would be like, "I don't like Mob Deep," I'm like, what "Infamous, infamous." I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it's funny because some people say that um, you know, RIPP, but um, definitely. Have towards the end was probably a better lyricist than P, but that's debatable. Very, very debatable. Yeah, I mean, legendary producer, definitely, definitely a legendary producer. But I'm gonna tell you right now, like my the soundtrack of my life would not be the same without the contributions of Mob Deep, and I had a special place in my heart for Prodigy. So yes, yes, definitely wrestling. Yeah, yeah, oh my God. So you guys, with these opposite energies that we just talked about, you know, with two people pairing up, that's why they work so well together. This is another thing. Pisces out there, y'all. I'm telling y'all right now, first of all, this Virgo energy is hitting your seventh house. Well, the seventh house of your son. Um, and hmm, that's relationship focus. There's a lot that you can learn during your opposite sign season. Pay attention. Pay attention. Yeah. You want to use yeah. that energy wisely but as far as creating um with that opposite energy beautiful things have gone down the precision of virgo though particularly like okay i see a lot of people back to nas again yeah say over the years you know they really dug him as an artist but a lot of the times why they don't feel as though he had as as many classic Nas, albums. Nas, Nas, you can always catch Nas looking fresh. Waves spinning. Yeah. Um, everything. Definitely. You no. know, do you know another part of the book? Not to, not, sorry Nas, if you ever catch one of the But I'm sorry, I laughed when I read this because now, especially now that I know some astrology, I didn't know when I read his baby mom's book years ago. She had talked about, remember when his chain got taken? Mm. That whole, um, incident yeah I remember about that <laughs> okay and nice fans were. <laughs> that was a huge huge deal to him and I can only imagine how much that bothered him as a Virgo having now understood his energy yeah mm. um because she was talking about he was almost in tears like you know the street's gonna be oh, wow and I'm just like you know his look wasn't right his routine was set out of order by now you understand what I mean I take it I take it yeah. I take it there's a lot. I take it there's a lot of truth to that book. Is, is that right? <laughs> yeah, it just. I mean, I didn't read that and get any adverse feelings. Like, yeah, uh, that yeah. it just. It when you said he was always fresh and stuff, I just thought about how he was like, oh, somebody took a major component to his freshness at the time, and he just was not. 
yeah. Yeah, Nas, Nas, um, I'll be real, Nas, um, especially being from the UK, um, me, I was straight up saying Nas was one of those early, um, kind of like role models or guys who would, um, be the standard for swag, you know, that black boy swag, um, early on. So, um, you know, people were getting that, same with Raekwon, people were getting that, that, that curled line in their hair, the wave spinning and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And some, some, I, people, some people were like, Oh, if I smoke weed, maybe I can write like Nas or you know, get deep, <laughs> get deep like, you know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> That's funny. And that makes me think of somebody else who I love very dearly. Yeah. Uh, who is also a Virgo, who was uh, and who oh. has been associated with Nas, who is also from yeah. across the pond like you are. Mm. I I don't know if you know this, but most people who know me, I love Amy Winehouse. I was oh so, yes, come on! Come I was on. so fucking upset that I never got to see her perform. And mm. they I made a truth ever, didn't they? Yes, yes, yes. She matter of fact, her song "Me and Mrs. Jones," Mr. Jones, excuse me. Nobody can't tell me that's not about Nas. I'm sorry. Well, no. Let's think of these well, words. Like seriously, uh, I really. There's so many clues that she gives. Um, if we go past some of the main parts, she goes, Mr. Destiny, first of all, that's his daughter's that's name. That's his daughter, yeah, yeah. And then she says nine and 14, because they both have the same birthday. Ah. The song is called Me and Mr. Jones. Like, mm. but. <clears throat> I listen, listen to that gamble. I went over my head, clearly. Definitely. Listen, I'm obsessed with her, so that's why I know. That. Like, I really. You... I, I know she had. I know she had that moon conjunct Neptune, which was. Um, okay. Yeah, I guess. I guess she, she. You know, she took the good, the good and the bad of that place. I wouldn't say good and the bad, but I think she took the um, high and low octaves of of that placement. Yes, you know? and she was a Capricorn moon as well. Mm, coming up to a Saturn return, wasn't she? Which is so, uh, sad. Yes, yes. So here's hers. I, I can hear this. I can hear the sadness on the other end. Of, on, on the other end, near, near that, that, that point. I, I, I th- that woman's music helped me through some through my Saturn return. Let's just put it that way. She yes, might not yes. have lived to see hers, but she helped me through mine. Yeah, no, she's I a felt, legend. Yes, yeah. I felt like she crawled in my head and took everything I was thinking out in some ways and put it on paper. And I was like, holy fuck. And a lot of people over here were not aware of her until Back to Black, but I was aware of her for Frank. And that's like one of my favorite albums. And that was like, not even, it took me forever to get it over here because it wasn't even released in the US as early. Big album, big album. I used to see someone who always used to just style herself like Amy Winehouse. No, but Amy was a legend. Definitely. And she's got her Mercury conjunct son. Yeah. Virgo. Oh my God. So, no. You got, um, Nas, I thought of her, so. No, of course. Of course. It's only right. It's only right. I mean, yeah, you, there's so many. I mean, um, you got, um, like, me, Idris, Foxy Brown, and Nori. You know, we all, we all share the same birthday. Ah, Not get say it. Not say that we're all in the same league, but listen, know. I will tell you this though. I did get some people that listened to you when you were on the podcast, Lias, and they were like, Oh my god, his voice. And somebody just kept saying, When are you having Idris back on the show? And I died <laughs> laughing. I did not realize you guys were out here sharing birthdays. Oh my god. 
Nah, he yeah, he he does his thing. I mean, what you know, where is that guy not good at? That's 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 cross that's craftsmanship. You know, yeah. the guy's deep. As DJ and he can rap, he can do footworks, he can he can act in front of the camera, he can he can direct behind the camera, you know. Yes, uh, yeah. Martial arts much more. So um, I, I can just I can just watch him and listen to him. But I I am kind of a stand. I'm not even gonna pretend like I am not. <laughs> I feel like he has that effect on a lot of women. But there's something okay. He's 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 Pluto he's Pluto on the ascendant as well. Ah, uh, I. Oh, that's I have Pluto on the ascendant as well. There's yeah, an intensity. To there's people. an intensity. There's there's you you see power. You recognize power. You know when you see that person, you recognize you recognize power, and that person looks at the world as maybe a, a place to obtain power. Yes, yeah. So many ways you can go. You know, so many ways you can go. But um, I love um, when it comes to the that Virgo dot inside the sun mm-hmm. um, and and influences. I mean, you've just got so many. You've got, you know, you've got Tom Hardy as well. Shouts Tom Hardy. You've got Beyonce. You've got Easy E. You've got, you know, Wiz Khalifa. You've got um, Two Chains. Two yeah, Chains. Two Chains. Oh my God. <laughs> He's just, I was just watching him look at something on the most expensive list, and I'm like, I love him. But go ahead. He's always, always got to come on the track and say Two Chains. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Obviously, Joe Budden. Joe, uh, you know, mad love for Joe Budden. Um, yes, I love him. Even though he is, he is the Virgo man that people love to hate. Can we say this? Yeah, he's a he's a Venus. He's a Venus in Cancer. He's you know Cancer. You know that uh, Cancer part of him, and the Mars in Scorpio. That's that's strong. Uh, he's gonna yeah. gonna wear his heart and his sleep. He's gonna he's gonna be strong in space of emotion. Like Budden, Budden is a rapper. You know, Budden can rap. You know, yeah, Budden can. Budden, Budden can make a hit. He can make a rap. I feel like he was the industry's Cinderella who just missed out on the ball. You know, because um, you know, he had his black balling girl. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was at Def Jam, and um, yeah, you know, but he the, the guy can rap. He can rap. Most He's one of my favorites. He's one of my favorites. You got Wale, Wale as well. Yeah. Wale is the um, Lotus Flower Bomb. You know, six hundred bends and all that. You know, <laughs> you got um, Slim Fuck, Slim Fuck like a boss. You know. I used to be in love with him, and then I just started hating him, and I don't know what happened. He's Slim Fuck. Yes. But oh. call shots like a boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Big Daddy Kane. Oh, listen. Oh, Big Daddy King. Flashback. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Platinum Plus. <laughs> <laughs> that track with Big L did it for me. You know, he's just coughs on the track. <laughs> that man has been attractive with. and just, I'm attracted to Virgo Man. Oh my God, I just figured this out. Sorry. Every man you're saying, I'm like, oh, yeah, I had a crush on him. Oh, yeah, I had a crush on him. <laughs> yeah, you got Swizz. You got Swizz. You know, you got Swizz. Um, Swizz constantly working. Constantly working. Definitely constantly working. Yeah, and you've got um, over in the UK, we've got Skepta. Shout out to um, the UK MCs doing anything. Got Skepta. We've got Lethal B, Pow, you know? So, yeah. Skepta. You know, yeah, you, you heard Skepta and um, ASAP that praised the Lord. Yes. But, yes. Um, yeah, Skepta's been going in. Um, we've got a sound over here called Grant, and he's definitely one of the pioneers of that sound. Been going in way. Um, you know, from from the beginning, you know, he's he's one of the pioneers of that sound. Super dope. And, 
yeah, Lethal B as well. Shout out to him. Shout out to all the UK MCs actually, because I know I love rap. Um, I've just got an affinity with it. Um, you know, I can't ignore what's going on in my backyard. Some real talented guys out there as well. You know, lots of talented um, MCs, singers, producers, right from my backyard. So yeah, London was good, and um, all neighbouring cities and counties. He's like, guys, that's right. Shout out your town. (laughs) Has to be done. Has to be done. You know. We are all for that here. I'm sorry, as a Philadelphian, like, all right. I know we just named a lot of MCs and stuff. You yeah. know, in general, but I'm like, damn, I didn't look up if there were any any Philly rappers technically that. Listen, but Philly, but you Philly rappers don't play, man. I mean, corrupt, <laughs> corrupt, corrupt was born in Philly, wasn't? Yes, it? he was. Sharon, he's from Sharon Hill, Darby Township, which is right outside of Philadelphia, and I remember seeing him a bunch of times as a uh, young, as a young, corrupt, yeah. corrupt young guy. Yeah, corrupt young Gotti. Yeah, Black Fort though. Woo. Listen, he is very, very, very slept on by so many people. It should not be. He is. He, is. he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. At he all. Should. The roots that, that, are that, in, y'all. Oh yeah, that guy. That guy will rap to his last breath. I've heard so many stories of him jumping in the crowd and just rapping. And that's one guy who loves to rap. I mean, Beanie Siegel, Beanie Siegel as well. Come on. Yeah, and he's a Pisces. He has the same birthday as my mom. I remember his birthday's March 6th. I remember yeah. Beans, yes. Matter of fact, gonna go see him this month. I think the 21st. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm sure there's some I'm sure I'm sure there's some Aries. I'm sure that Venus is either an Aries or because he's he's not your he's Definitely. not the stereotypical soft. No Oh no 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 no. Definitely, definitely not. He's <laughs> secret. You know, do you remember that um, What We Do track with him, um, Freeway and Jay? Oh, you can't forget that when you're from Philly. Do you understand that that's like... <laughs> listen, do you understand Freeway. when they put that on, everybody goes nuts? Yes. Uh, that, uh, amazing, amazing. amazing. <laughs> like, we're not allowed... You're just simply not allowed not to wild out if that song comes here. And you're so what happened? What happened? Because um, that was another big beef as well. Um Interestingly, with another square, a Gemini and a Pisces, is that Jader and, and Beans, Jader and Beans. <laughs> I really so, um, don't know, but you just said a square, and I'm thinking, huh? Yeah, because I know Jader came and did that freestyle, and boy, that was kind of brave. With that, <laughs> like that was brave. <laughs> that was brave. It was brave. Um, you you know the locks is my favorite group. So I know we mentioned that. I, we were having a conversation about you know just our favorites that have molded our whole like shit as far as love and hip hop because that's something that <laughs> me and him have in mm. common and I mean I don't blame you shout out to the locks I do love Hello. yes 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 for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking I feel bad because I feel like we're so fluid with all this I'm like do people even know the people we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, talking about rap. You know, when when hip hop meets astrology, astrology. Listen, there are so many different things and reasons that you could see why people took the paths that they did, told the stories that they did, and had the yeah. um, the vocabulary or the dexterity to be able to even express themselves in the manner um, that a lot of these people do. Absolutely. Um, but I think there's 
overall and in essence among a lot of the people that you named with this Virgo energy is that they take uh, the craft very seriously. Very, very, very. That is very uh, much perfectionist tied into their vitality. Yeah. So the sun's there. Well, we, we were talking that, about the moon, you know, yeah. moon sign um, Virgos as well. And risings, that's very true for, I would say, those as well. Some other placements too. But um, that refinement, that has to be there too. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah, Neptune and Pisces can bring in refinement too. But um, like you said, vitality. And um, with astrology, um, I was once told that if you've just got a good understanding of, um, you know, how to delineate a chart and you've got the keywords as well, yeah, mm-hmm. you'll go far. You'll go far with some good context as well. It is so. imperative to know your keywords. Matter of fact, um, we're going to be offering a course starting at the end of this year to kind of help people get started with some things and it's it's, I'm going to use a different approach to it than I see a lot of other people's courses I know everybody learns differently but something I've been thinking about for a while this is important knowing your keywords archetypes these things help you pull together your understanding of energy it's like or even if we could do something like this for instance people will think that Virgos Virgos excuse me are prudes I have put up a post I don't know if you saw it it's kind of, it's kind of um, crass. I, I can't think of another way to put it, but it is essentially calling out this theme. And this kind of transitions a little bit into some of the questions I had to ask you. We can kind of mix both. Um, mm. But this theme, it says Virgos day to day. They're like, ew, think of all the germs. Then it says <laughs> Virgos during sex literally throw that butthole at my face and then somebody <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> they're like please cover your mouth when you cough but also spit in my mouth when we fuck Virgo logic and I died. I get that though but come on you know that's not a bad thing in a it's, way because it's not you know, you've got the yin and yang isn't it duplicity every sign has got its du- every sign has got its duplicity whether it's the two fishes or the squiggly lines or the twins yeah Virgo has its duplicity too so um, it's I a sign it. that it's a sign that like it's like it can be squeaky clean, but then it'll be like, "Fuck this! I'm jumping in a month. I'm gonna get dirty." You know? And then this is another thing I brought up for people learning astrology. That's important. Another way that I look at um, characteristics of signs is by putting whatever sign we're talking about into the first house. And if we put Virgo in the first house, that means they have Aries in their eighth. So, of course, they're nasty, freaky, um, <laughs> let's go for it type. Like, I just don't like this this whole thing that, oh, Virgos are these virginal little prudes. Or even if you... Um, I don't know if I really agree with that one because, um, do you know, even with the eighth power, so planets there or signs there, like, to be fair to a client, you never really know how they're going to unconsciously take their steps towards a situation i mean that's true i just meant in general for people just being averse to okay so let's say you're learning keywords right Mm. and you hear virgo the virgin i think that sticks in people's heads so they Uh, automatically go uh no a virgo's going to be boring but then they don't even think about some of the language that they're using like there was something called vestal virgins they weren't really virgins from the 
you know, standpoint that we mean, like not having sex, their job was to actually have sex with men. So it's, so they reserved themselves. Actually, if you look at the asteroid Vesta or wh- whatever it's called, you'll, you'll see yeah, that. Vesta. Vesta yeah. is about that type of energy. So it's it's funny to me where people hear Virgo and think prude. Like I've had people ask me that because I have my Mars in Virgo and they're like, you know, other people that study astrology, like the primary question is like, oh, do you, have, do you find it hard to have an orgasm? I'm like, no. <laughs> but that's interesting that you say that, you know, because I've got Saturn in fifth as well. Uh-huh. So I've got Vesta and Virgo. And I was actually, you know, sometimes I think about it. I'm like, isn't it? Am I the only one who thinks sometimes, not some, not all the time, for all the listeners out there, but every once in a while I start thinking, sex, it's really for, you know, procreation, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like... Is it wrong that I'm not using this for procreation? But maybe that's that best in the world. Who knows? <laughs> but um, interesting enough, you've just um, triggered something off. So, you know Madonna? Madonna's a Leo, right? Yes. Um, I'm sure she's got a Virgo moon or something in Virgo. Something prominent in Virgo. I don't know. I'm not sure if you can get a chart. But, I'm going to um, look at it. Madonna's also, you know, literally the Madonna. It's, you know... The and Virgo. It's like, yeah, the Virgin, and she's got a track, obviously, like a Virgin, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, I think she may have a Virgo. She may have a Virgo. Moon. She's a Virgo moon, and she's a she's Virgo, a Virgo moon. There you go. She's a Virgo moon, Virgo yes, rising. Not, I found it. Um, Her name is called Madonna. She's got a track like a Virgin. You see how things work out. And yeah. Richard Brand- Richard Branson as well. Virgin Airlines. Virgin Airlines. He's got a Virgo moon. Yeah. There we go. So, people are pretty much, you know, those energies are in the chart. People take up the invitation and sometimes it works well. So, astrology has its perks when it offers you that map of possibilities and that invitation of what you can become and you take it. And, yeah. It definitely does. So, the importance of understanding, you know, the characteristics of the different seasons, signs, etc., that we're in is imperative to understanding how they'll affect you. Now, I feel like a lot of people are more worried about how they're going to have to deal with people of a certain sun sign, which leads me into like my little segue into the next round of things I wanted to ask you. But um, so I get a lot of people that look just at compatibility with sun sign, especially when they're, you know, coming into astrology and starting to understand different things. And I saw all this information that someone was putting out there about just like Virgo men in general, which kind of made me a little, I don't know, it it made me kind of cringe just a little bit because in my head, of course, I'm going, oh God, you've got to take into, you know, consideration other placements, uh, you know, and things like that. But, but, there's some general concerns that have come up from the female population <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> in our listening audience. Sorry, sorry. That they're trying to understand Virgo men. So this is where all of this comes from. Um, and I hope that you are not offended at all by some of these questions. No, 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 go for it. <laughs> You're like, wait, offended. 
Yeah, it might be all shits and giggles, you know, <laughs> it might be a laugh. <laughs> so the first thing that was asked is, do Virgo men realize that half the time they give their opinion, no one asks them for it? And I was like, yep. oh. I'm really- down with that. Yeah, I'm down with that. You know, sometimes Virgos do that and I don't like that shit. <laughs> Seriously. Because it can be very, it's, it's, a, it's a mechanic, yeah? It's a, Virgo's a fixer. So sometimes Virgo zooming in on those details of the, you know, putting things under the microscope, we'll, we'll see these things and be like, oh, you see this, you need to do that. And you see that, you need to do this and you have to do that. And, um, you know, you can do this by doing that. Right, but right. The thing that, this is, and the Sag in me, um, see, I've got different energies. My Venus and Libra won't, doesn't like being told what to do. So I don't really like telling people what to do, but I help them out by saying, have you thought of doing this? Or have you tried doing that? Your approach is very, um, it's, it's nice, and lighthearted and refined and yeah. it's more considerate. Yeah, it's, a, it's more diplomacy, it's, it's more tact. Yes. And then the Sag is like, it's like there's a character in Game of Thrones, yeah? Um, got his name but he's set on fire and Jon Snow aims an arrow at him and kills him before he dies by burning at the stake but um, I think he's Mesa or something like that he goes um, at least I want to be at least if I made the wrong mistake it was my decision do you know what I mean I gotcha even though to be honest yeah. I have never watched Game of Thrones Oh, you missed him now. I thought you like nice things. <laughs> I keep falling asleep. Look, I need to stop trying to watch it when I'm tired. I've tried to watch it twice. Like, I can't get through the first episode. You're so going to lose some listeners. <laughs> <laughs> they can be... Look, I'm not hating on it. I just never have seen it. I just never saw it. That's all. But, nah, all um, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. That's all good. But, um, yeah, some people want to be in charge of their decisions even if it's the wrong one you know perfection doesn't really perfection doesn't exist anyway true you know which is but, their next question that's funny that you said that you kind of almost just basically answered it do Virgos realize that perfection doesn't exist it doesn't exist it doesn't exist yeah but how can I put it it's a bit similar to Pisces yearning for that idealism you know Virgo is still going to be practical work towards that perfection yeah. Whether it exists or not. Yeah, just like, I yeah. got you. I got you. Yeah, Michael Jackson, psh, I don't know what he did to get them, do that moonwalk, but, 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 you know, he did it. You know? And, um, yeah, you, you got other people as well with their crafts. You got footballers as well. I mean, yeah. Lionel, Messi, Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, you, you can see the Virgo, even though they're, they're not Virgos, but you can see the Virgo in what they do, how they do David Beckham with the free kick. Um, you know, Mark, you know Rashford for um, you know whoever you know just sprinters, basketball players. Um, what happened with Michael Jordan? He got he got he got turned down at first, didn't he? Yes, he, he was, did. He was there before people. He was the first there at, at training, and he was the last, wasn't he? Yes, and isn't Kobe Bryant? Isn't that More Virgo than, energy? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there you can pick Shoot. up on that energy. Even if you didn't know somebody's chart or whatever, you just like you were able to derive, you know, from Madonna. Yeah. You know, um, just that yeah. essence. I've got a question. 
Were you with Kobe sh shooting in the gym? <laughs> uh, no. So the big deal for me, I'll never forget this. The big deal for us. That Jake lyric. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid and he was still, well, I guess I was still in high school too. Mm. Went to Lower Marion High School and um, he took Brandy on the prom. And that was like Ooh. huge, 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 huge. Mm. Of course, that was before, you know, he was still in high school. Yeah. But it was still like, ah, everybody was excited because Brandy was coming around. Yeah. Um, I was just watching um, people talk about um, Kobe's comments about if, you know, Shaq had been in better shape type shit. <laughs> and it was funny because somebody mentioned him being a Virgo. Like, what the fuck do you think he's going to say? He is yeah. going... I, I mean, come on. Like, if he... He said he had a Big Mac problem and all this other stuff, and I was cracking up because I feel like that critical nature, the reason that I, I resonate with it so much or find it so funny is because for a long time, I didn't realize how much it existed with me, you know? Mm. And the way my Virgo energy is set up in my chart, I don't necessarily look to start shit, but it, yeah. like if someone like aggresses upon me in some way, especially mm. verbally, it's like yeah. I will break every part of you down. I will use everything that you said against you and look at parts of it you didn't even think of. It's crazy. So I resonate with that. Um, along with them asking if you guys realize that, you know, perfection doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. I have one girl, she wants to know <laughs> what is a Virgo man's ideal woman? And again, I cringe when it's a general question, but I get it. It's what? a tricky one because there's all sorts of Virgos, you know. Yeah. Um, I tend to find that the solar Virgo, I mean the Virgo of a lot of Leo placements, i.e. Venus, Leo, Mercury, Leo. Um, you know, there's a lot of pride involved with them. You know, they, they may want a, want a woman to be proud of. Um, and I've got Juno in Leo. I've got Juno 29 degrees. Mm. Um, round Regulus. Yeah, that's where um, my North Node is. Interesting. And my Mercury there. So it's like, you know, yeah, some like a woman they can be proud of, yet some, who knows, some, it really depends. It really depends where the moon sign is because um, in a guy's chart, the moon sign and the Venus sign are very important. Yeah. I mean, they say that the moon is, um, what I, I once said the moon is, the wife no the mum that they want their wife to be uh, okay I got you <laughs> the nurturing yeah. that they wish to receive from a mate which is represented yeah. by the moon okay. yeah the wife that they want you know the mum that they want their the wife to be which is interesting but you've got Venus as well and then you've got you've got things like Psyche sign the Psyche asteroid is so slept from I keep telling astrologers um, that gateway to the soul side. You'd be surprised how many people um, have had their longest relationships or best friends with people in their psyche side. You know? See, now you're going to make... Mm -hmm. See, now I got to look more into that. I know I have all of my asteroids and such somewhere, but that is not yeah. one that I looked at. But that's a note for me. It depends. I mean, it depends Depends what the transit's saying. You know, there can be different needs at different times. Right. You know? And life is, life is full of impermanence as well. Um, so who's to say you know it's a, it's a very changeable sign it's not easy but um, Virgos 
Have you noticed how certain Virgos have been caught in scandals? Like you got Hugh Grant. Um, <laughs> yeah. From um, not you know, Nightmare, we got caught prostitute. Yeah, I remember that. Charlie Sheen's a Virgo as well, you know. Listen, how did I forget about that? Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Um, yeah. I mean, we had, you had the whole um incident of Easy. But I'm not too sure about that, so I'm not going to say too much. I know e- Virgo, Virgos love Virgos love women, but <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And if we're seeing that, if we're seeing that one woman, then we love a lot of that one woman we're seeing. You know what I mean? So yeah, but Virgo, yeah, like <laughs> you know, Nas Nas has got a track called "Remember the Times." Um, Remember the times when Papa was a player and stuff like that. He's yeah. got he's got a story called Pussy Kills, um, <laughs> which is on a bonus disc on Godson. And it's yeah, like, sure. Joe Budden as well. Come on, you already know. You already yeah, know. I definitely know. I think it's like if Virgos aren't busy loving the ladies, then the ladies are busy loving 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 us. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I wonder how that girl is going to take this answer to her question. That is funny, but I mean, I see that. Um, oh, do you know what? Um, if you want to surprise that Virgo guy, get Virgos love manuals. Being a fixer, we love we love manuals. We like looking at what you call it, maybe diagrams of of karma sutra or sex positions or stuff like that. You know, or how to get G spot shit like that. Do you know what I mean? So um, able to perfect the, that skill exactly perfect yeah. plan plan and perfect you know you heard it here first guys heard it here <laughs> heard it here first and also <clears throat> is it and I already know the answer to this question or I have before that question the question I'm, sure. I'm sorry go ahead like before this question comes up I'm sure, sure. um this is gonna sound really bad here, but I haven't had the best experiences with uh, people with Venus and Virgo and Mars and Virgo. Gotcha. Mostly women. Now, um, my Mars is in Sag, right? Right. That's correct right. me if I'm wrong, but Robin Givens has got that kind of energy that Venus. I'm sure she's got Venus or Mars and Virgo. Foxy Brown's got both. I think Foxy Brown's got Venus and Mars. Fox. Now listen. Fox Boogie. Ew, nana. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make yeah. me look up both. Um, uh oh, uh oh. Let me tell you, it's hard to it's hard to be a woman with Mars in Virgo and heavy Virgo energy because, again, we're talking about this natural inclination towards, and this is Mars, so we're talking about how we're asserting ourselves. Yeah. Towards towards the fixing and the critiquing and the perfecting, and a lot of people cannot like like. I know that's annoying. I'm going to say it. I know when I'm being annoying. I have it at zero degrees too. So, oh, wow. and it's conjunct my Jupiter. So, well, Jupiter doesn't like being in um, in Virgo anyway, but it's just, it adds that extra essence of when I get going, I get going. Yeah, and- but like, that's also good as well because I'm sure, you know, Jupiter is very um, enterprising, isn't yes. it? So yes, it is. I'm sure... Um, when you start new health regimes, it, you probably prosper from it. I do. It's just getting into it. Like, as soon as I get into it, I have to totally yeah. Yeah. be into it. Like, I remember when I lost 60 pounds, yeah. I I was like, ah, I got to change my eating habits. 
And she has a Virgo moon. Let's see what else um, Robin Givens has. See, see the what you mean to do. <laughs> well, her birth time's unknown, but um, uh, which where's the, where's the where's the Venus and Mars? She wow, her Venus is a Scorpio. Oh, but her Mars, Uranus, Pluto, and Moon are in Virgo. There you go, poor Mac, man. Listen, a Virgo. Listen, listen. Poor I, Mac. I'm I'm here to tell people, it is. Listen, I make myself mad with my Mars and Virgo. I will well actually the hell out of somebody if that, <laughs> that no that no that's not right. Actually, like I, I, it's it's a natural compulsion. I can't help it, and then it's trying my moon. So uh. <laughs> and my Venus. So I'm just sitting over here like, oh, it just flows so well. It doesn't take much to set it off. It doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. And then you said Foxy Brown. Oh God! <laughs> but you know, um, Maya. Maya's got Jupiter in Virgo, and it's interesting because um, I know, I know she's she's vegan. And she's, she's vegan. On yeah, she's, she looks great. I see. I follow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Virgo, A dear yeah. friend of mine went to school with her. They went to an all-girls school. Oh wow! In Baltimore. Yeah, she said we never heard Maya talk at school at all. They were all so surprised when like. She came out because they hardly ever heard her say a word. She was that quiet at school. Yeah, I don't know what happened to her in the industry, but um, no, nah, she, uh, she, she's got some sumptuous dishes on her Instagram. I know that for a fact. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, you know we all love Maya. You know? Yes, yes. The let's see, Foxy Saturn and Virgo. Wait. I know Nori. I know Nori's Mars. I know Nori's Mars in Cancer. Listen, okay, I have to say this, and I feel bad. I feel bad because I I never want to be this type of person, but I I can't I can't deal with certain cancer placements for men. I I I I want to strangle them. I I I, I can't. I just I just can't do oh, that's it. That's a lot of conflict. And it's it's because I I dated somebody when I was yeah. eighteen. Yeah. Who I knew he was a cancer son because I only knew sun sign astrology then. But as an adult, I've found out his birth time because I'm crazy. And because mm. <laughs> I asked. Like, I know a lot of people, that's the thing in astrology. They're like, how do you, when you want to know a man's birth information, like, how do you ask him for his birth? I just ask. I don't know another way to do it. Like, how else are you supposed to discern this information? Oh, I've got loads of ways of finding out. Loads of ways. Uh, oh, I like how you said, uh, oh. See, that's that secret squirrel stuff. I like that. But I just asked. And when I pulled his chart, oh, no wonder. Oh, uh, no. oh no. It's that I can't. It's his son conjunct his Mars uh, I, with that cancer energy. I can't. I cannot. They are so passively, aggressively, like, cry baby, but passionate. <laughs> like, but get you before you get them. I can't. It comes, cancer gets a lot of stick, but cancer oh. gets them. Um, yeah, they are the most, um, I've got to say they're the most hated, the, the Cancerian guys, um, from the groups, from the, um, especially the Facebook groups that are partaking in. Yeah, they, they get it, boy. Them and, um, I think Libra, Libra woman. <laughs> yeah. They, boy, they get it deeply. And I feel bad, but I, at the same time, I don't. I just know that doesn't work for me. I, but, I found it interesting when I find out certain people have that placement and that I can recognize that energy in them. I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. So you said what, Nori? Yeah, Nor- Nori's got Mars and Cancer. Oh that. yeah, I feel it now. 
I was just saying the other day, and you can give me your um, anybody that listens to hip hop in the listening audience that knows that who we're talking about. I remember when I was towards the end of high school and the War Report came out, which was a Noriega album. And I used to. CNN. Yes. Yes. So, I wonder what Capone's sign is. That'd be interesting. We need to find that out. I just watched a documentary with him in it the other day, too. But it was interesting to me to watch this like album come out, right? And. I was feeling very free at that time because it was when I was first starting to be allowed to like go to college parties and stuff like that. And everybody, like I went, I used to hang out at the school Cheney University up here, mm-hmm. all black college basically. Yeah. That was begging all throughout like the dorms, like the war report and big, big album, big album. That T O N Y, T O N Y, and um, that A-N-Y. tragedy. Yes, lesson, Ooh. lesson. So I was listening to that album the other day in full, and then like there were a couple times where Nori would like say something, and I would be like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I really didn't like that. Like, like, oh, like I love this album, and I remember the energy and everything from from it. But he would yeah. say something, and it was just great at my soul. And now you just gave me the answer as to what is the energy that I recognize. I'm like, oh, it's that Mars and Cancer. Yeah. I mean, there's a certain rawness with some Virgos. Not every Virgo is all calm. You got some wild Virgos, man. You got um, you got some Virgos that that are not scared to lose it. Luda, you know, mm. Nori, mm. mystical, mystical Virgo too. But love mystical. Yeah, yeah, these five minutes didn't he? When he's when he's staying out of trouble. Yeah. Yes, because I remember when he that first song. I remember him coming out with "Y'all Ain't Ready Though." Because yeah. yeah. it's, in, it's interesting. You wouldn't expect you wouldn't expect two Virgos to be on a track saying "Move, bitch, get out the way." <laughs> um, two Virgos. It's two Virgos, isn't it? That song still rouses you, though. Like if you're in a club oh. or something, you're going to yeah, big time. Big yeah, you time. probably wouldn't expect that. You're right. You're right. Virgo men seem to come off as more reserved. Um, refined. Oh, oh yeah, but. You know, we we can we can while out, we can while out. But um, also another thing with Virgo is, um, I mean, I was discussing this with um, like one of my friends about sometimes we we'll have a little sip or something, or some of us, you know, smoke just to get out of our own way. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you know about getting out of your own way so that you can kind of be you. Um, so Virgo does have its inhibitions, some of us, and sometimes um, we can do a bit of the Pisces to, you know, feel, to let go. That so, is an interesting point that you're bringing up. My eternal struggle has felt like dealing with my Virgo and essence versus my Pisces essence. Mm. And um, I mean, there is a certain amount of idealism associated with Pisces that I definitely see um being prevalent in my life you know me and then me wanting to be fair to everybody comes into play mm-hmm. too with the Libra rising but i feel like the pisces energy makes me go ideally everyone should or this should be like this or, and i realize though that there's a whole other aspect to my energy that yeah. is just like no this is where the cat moon comes in too like 
well, no, I did the work, so therefore, you know, I reap the benefits instead of like this just, oh, include everybody and be fair. Yeah. And, then, and then my Virgo energy is like, mm, yeah, but you got to do things great and you have to do them right. And if you can't do either of those, then why should you get the recognition? There's mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a that, lot of... Yes, there's a tug of war. But again, as I always say on the show, opposite energies are different energies at the, they're same energy at different ends of a pole. Yeah, they're complementary. They're complementary. Yeah. So if you're having a rougher time with some of this Virgo energy, um, what I tell people, I'm leaning a little bit further down the Pisces axis. There's going to be a lot of, I feel like it's coming out already where, the pettiness, well, there was some pettiness in Leo season, most definitely, because people just want to fuck off. They they just were. But, you know, this nitpicking like air to people, it's it's activating some people's petty. And yeah. we might- need to learn how to relax. We, we, yes. we do need to relax because we're very um you know, we do we do we're very conscious um of performance, you know. Oh, most very- definitely. You, um, you whether look it's at every whether detail, so you're thinking yeah. about detail being looked at as far as you're concerned. Whether it's, whether it's doing the work or or actually in the bedroom, you know, um, it's listen. Conscious put it down because they pay attention to everything, <laughs> and if they like you, let alone love you, fuck. Let me tell you. Trust me, you think we're thirsty. You'd think we're thirsty as hell. <laughs> Little do that's the thing. Little do some women know that we can be really fussy. And I've heard, um, you know, one of my Virgo friends say something. You know, and it's like you could be you're kind of ready to get stuck in, and it's just that one thing that can put you off. And I've been, you know, I've, I've, oh I've, my I've, god, you're just like me. Yeah. With my, I'm like that too. He, I he, he, said, he said that. Yeah. He said that with regards to um, one woman he was seeing. And, I've also been, you know, I've, I've been through that in the past. With, with women. How do you deal with that? Because, okay, first of all, let me, I don't know how many other women can identify with this, but I can. Like, I'll be so into somebody. Um, not Let's not even say just, like, into them. Like, let's say I'm in a relationship, okay? Yeah. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a Venus in Taurus, so I'm really touchy-feely. And then... Yeah. You know, my Mars is in Virgo. Everything's earthy, okay? I, I really love to be all over my partner. I just do. That's, that's just my thing. So when I get, like, turned on sexually, yeah, I I'm, I want to go. But then mm. if you say something stupid, this could be somebody I'm with for, like, two, three years. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah. If you say or do something offensive or stupid, now the whole mood, now I don't want to have sex with you anymore. Because. You ruined it. It's... it's and, yeah. I guess I never thought about that that essence translating over to a dude. So how do you deal with that? Like I just felt like that was just my deal. Oh, it's yeah, it it, it could it could be game over just like that. <laughs> it's that quick. I don't I mean, feel it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna tell a woman go and have a shower. Um and same way it's like if woman's being overly playful, like trying to put a condom on and you're just trying to play games and trying to stop me not putting it on it's like come on what are you playing it <laughs> you're like that that's it all right never mind you sullied the moment you've ruined it it's yeah I, well 
that kind of ties in with a lot of um, the discussion that I've seen about, you know, Virgos and the positive stuff was, you know, the attention to details, especially in a relationship. You, yeah. you aren't necessarily, I would say, I guess it would, would depend on other placements, are not necessarily the most romantic. It's more like a practical, like, love. When you said that. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> we'll, we'll put in the work beforehand. We'll, we'll go, like... The thing is, Virgo is the kind of sign that if, if there's no teacher around, we're not waiting for a teacher. We'll, we'll learn ourselves. Yeah, you so, definitely will. That's the thing. And um, it's a sign, it's the sign of work, the house of work as well. And it's like, you could end up doing drudgery, you know, being, um, doing some like real slavery. I can't put it in any better way. I mean, or one of the better word, but you can do some real drudgery or hardcore work that you don't enjoy or you can um, specialise in a craft and get some recognition and rapport for it you know ah um, but yeah like Virgo will be discerning that's the gift it will know what it wants but then the paradox is it can be submissive as well as being a service side so you you find yeah. you find a lot of Virgos some Virgos having a pension for S&M you know sadomasochism oh yeah and I hate that it's assumed, um, you know, as astrology is spreading and more people are studying it, there's, I'm not used to as many men like being as keen on some things and I'm actually excited that they are, but I hate when it's assumed, like if a guy sees my chart or whatever, they're like, yeah. oh, that you automatically think I want to be of service to you <laughs> because... Yeah. I mean, but, but that's the thing, it's like, 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 those two words are not to be mixed up, servant and slave, it's like... Yes. You know, servant does not necessarily mean submissive. It could be that person who's just giving that service, just dishing out. You know, that could, they could be serving a dom role. You know, they could be serving a dominant role. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so um, it can it can it can go either way. But um, nah, it's not. I wouldn't just just because you're a Pisces, son in Pisces. I wouldn't just look at your chart and be like, yeah, you're submissive. You know, they'll say you're submit, or then see my Virgo placements and then really think of it because Mars is there. But for me. I saw somebody write this on Facebook and this makes a lot of sense for me. Uh, Other women may not feel this way, but whatever. The more masculine I feel a guy is, and and I don't mean in the negative um, connotations that people associate with. I mean, mean, seriously, we're talking about like nature here, the more projective, like masculine energy is projective and it asserts itself. It's, you know, it's a certain way. So the more masculine a man is, the more prone I am to wanting to be submissive to him. Mm. I don't, like, you have to spark me to want to be, like, I like to be submissive, just not to just anybody, though. Like, you understand yeah, what I mean? and, that, and you know what? I hear Pis- that Pisces say that quite a bit. Or Neptunian women say that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, they're, they're not going to be just submissive to just anyone. It's got to be that guy's hand in his business. Yes, you have, to, you have to complement the energy. So it's like, okay, I get it. I want to make sure, you know, when I assert myself, I guess for Mars, that's our sexuality to some extent too, yeah. how we um, go about things. I'm meticulous and pay attention to the details, but I'm not going to be as prone to pay attention to the details of what my partner likes mm. if I don't feel that you know, we're meshing or matching well. Like, all conditions have to be set. Like, you can't just say, hey, I met a guy, so now I'm, like, I'm, like, under his servitude. That's, you know? 
I'm sure the Capricorns would love to hear that. <laughs> oh, my moon won't like that. My moon, yeah. mm. But no, well, I, I got you. I got you. I know what you mean. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Virgos, if you, if you get those crumbs, get, get those crumbs out of your bed if you're dealing with Virgo, you know. And, um, you know, stay fresh, have a shower. And yeah, man, like, me, I, I keep, I keep, I, I'm all about health as well. So, mm-hmm. certain times people come to my flat, and I used to come to my old house, and they'll tell their friends, like, this guy, man, he's got it all, man. He's got <laughs> the whole nutritional spectrum in that one cupboard right there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't play with health. Don't play with health. You know, I, I keep a B twelve complex. Um, I haven't eaten meat for like fifteen years, but that's just my choice. You know, it's just my choice. You know, it's I just know. part of refining. I'm Venus and Neptune as well, so I'm always refining. Um, and yeah, you know, just always honing in on improvement. You know, Virgo likes Virgo likes improvement. It definitely that. does to find the best way for something to be executed, handled, 100%. Um, managed. And that's why it's very, very, very good at being yeah. able to master skills where you have to pay attention to layers and details and how the inner workings of one thing kind of fit here. The devil yeah. is in the details, though. So devil is in the details. So you have to be careful. Virgo, Virgo in essence can make it harder to see the big picture if you're stuck on the details. So that's that Pisces axis again, because... Pisces is more like big picture, Jupiter, you know, and then Virgo is more like, nope, details, Mercury, what's, what's, what's the facts? Let's get down to it. So to find a balance with those two energies, I think is ideal at a time when people are feeling this serious, this is serious energy that we're under right now. With this That's the thing, like Virgo is tricky because you don't know what they're going to do to relax themselves or let go behind. It's a very behind the scenes um, sign, do you know what I mean? It's not in the limelight. So, Virgo's oh, yeah. a dark horse. Virgo, like, if, 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 you, if someone would say Virgo's a dark horse of the Zodiac, I wouldn't disagree with them, you know, because Virgo's can be smooth. Virgo's can be smooth as Belvedere, you know. But, They're also associated with the Hermit card in Tarot, so, you know, that's that being unto exactly. self. And then I also look at the fact if we put Virgo in the first house, that would put Leo in the 12th. Which would make one handle their pride secretly. If pride is wounded, I like that. I you're like going that. To, yeah, you're going to have to go yeah. into seclusion. Um, the house of yeah. isolation is the twelfth house. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Definitely have to go and you know be unto yourself and get your shit together, which I can totally relate to. So, I don't see nothing wrong with that. But that's one of the things that. Um, the other question that we got and I don't really know the answer to this because I mean I haven't dated every man in the world so I don't know and I don't know how you can answer it really either but it came up what's that Virgo men mm. most likely to ghost than the rest of the signs and I'm like I are, they, are, they, are they most likely to ghost yes you know like ghosting uh, and, just, just, and I was like um, you know what um And really I wanted to. Chart. He didn't give me like a lot of deets, like any specifics. I've got, I've, got the, I've, I've got the chart that will ghost someone. I mean, 
My Venus Square Neptune's elusive. My Mars in Sag doesn't like to be chased. Um, so, um, freedom. yeah, luckily I've got some Cancer and, and Libra energy to be nice and polite at certain times, you know. But because <laughs> believe me, I know a Virgo that has okay, so this and I used to date this Virgo, they have an Aries moon and their chart is Sag dominant. And listen, <laughs> listen. The need for freedom. Oh, and then they they are like different for the sake of being different too. Type energy in their chart, so it's like I can't be held down. So that one would be more likely to ghost. They have done it before, but yeah. I don't know if they would in general. Like I wish I would have gotten asked for more details from people for their questions because. I'm not really sure what aspect of Virgo would stand out for that, except somebody said, well, they could be flaky because they have Pisces in the seventh. And I'm like, but I'm a Pisces and I don't like, I don't like ghosting on people. If I do it, there's a reason. Like you had to make me feel unsafe somehow. Unsafe. And also you need to charge your batteries, don't you? Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got Pisces pretend and Mm -hmm. I always get told, where have you gone? You know, I can really, I can go into another constellation and with my feet in the same in, in the same part of London. You know? Yeah, but I can really, you know, be otherworldly. Um, I know, I know about the Pisces and um, being at work or career is very important, um, especially if you've got Piscean energy to establish boundaries as well. Yes. And um, Pisces is very creative and. What my Virgo, um, and this is this is good with, with the Pisces woman coming up in Virgo season. Yeah, um, it's very important to you know get a linkage, like some compromise between the two energies. So it's like using what I've learned, the Virgo IC, mm-hmm. to express it creatively, you know, creatively and and inspire the Pisces midheaven. So, um, yeah, there's going to be a lot more artistry, you know, not just um, Instagram posts. There's going to be a lot more um, Neptunian artistry. It's going to be more visual. There's going to be YouTube videos. There's going to be small films. Um, there's going to be imagery. It's going to be more artwork. So, um, yeah, I look forward to having fun with this astrology. It's not just going to be um, um, Instagram posts and Instagram stories, you know. Yeah, the two the two work really well together. And since um, I think we mentioned this on a previous episode as well, so during the North Node and South Node of Pisces Virgo, you know you can see a blend of those energies, and I really understood Pisces and got along with them well. And a lot of people are going to the gym, a lot of people are doing yoga. So there you have um, the integration of the mind body again, you know, with yes. yoga yes. and um, and health and holistic holistic health. So, yeah. Definitely themes that'll come up. So with this full moon, which will be a culmination coming soon in Mm. Pisces, opposing the Virgo sign, and then along with the rest of this heavy Virgo energy, I feel like, you know, it's really important to look at striking some sort of balance, as full moons always call for anyway. But you keep you keep saying the mind-body connection and that's sticking out to me and also the fact that so it's said sometimes I've seen it read that like Pisces energy could like exist on this plane and several others simultaneously which is why have you heard the whole term fish tard? 
Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like I say it all the time. Oh shit, I've gone too retarded. It's like when I'm here, but I'm not here. Like, you know, like my head is somewhere else in the cloud somewhere, but my body is here. I feel oh, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about that. Well. Yeah, like it's like ooh, the the alleviation of some of the kind of like tight energy, and I'm calling it tight right now because I feel like oh, energy can yeah, and it can be constrictive, like this this feeling of nothing is right. Like, how do I make everything right? In order to ease up from that, you've got to, again, lean more towards the Pisces end of things, which is, you got to get a little fish tarted this season in in order to give up on yourself. You're having a difficult time feeling like you're drowning in some of the, and this is for anybody out there that's listening, that's feeling this restrictive energy, because there's so many people on my friends list, I feel so bad for them, and people that I communicate with often that this is just a real fucked up shitty time like they're not really feeling like anything is going to get better and it feels now like that this air of being aware of what's wrong even more is not helping so i guess my suggestion for people is you know we do want to use the energies that were are present at all times wisely but you said something before that really stuck out the path of these resistance that oh, really yeah, 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 yeah. The trend, yeah. Because we, we can't deal, okay, we can't really, we have no control over the planetary energies right now, like where everything else. That's out of our control. The only uh-huh. thing in our control is how we deal with them. Embrace it, yeah. So be a little easy on yourself. Yes, it's okay to look at what you're doing, what uh-huh. your routines are like day to day. Those may be changing. Remember, we're in a mutable season it may be time to enact some sort of change to get you different results than you've been getting. Because basically the results that we get are part of the habits that oh, yeah. we've adopted. Like they're, they're an accumulation of what you do. That what you get is an accumulation of what you do. So if you need to revamp some things, that's fine. But some people are feeling it to like a, like a really harsh degree. Like it, it's like, it feels like they're drowning and they'll never be good enough. Wow. And to those people, I want to just suggest to them, you gotta relax them. Everybody has something to fix or things to look at. You're not alone. Yeah. Don't overburden yourself with the details. You know, yeah. just... Um, at least it's not pushy. At least it's not the most pushy. Um, but yes, standards can be um, impossible to reach or near enough impossible to reach. Mm-hmm. It reminds me yeah, it's that sign that kind of reminds me of a wrestler from Mr. Perfect. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, now Virgo, um, this Virgo's, yeah, Virgo has its complexities, it does have its complexities, but it's definitely the sign that run, it's his contribution to the Zodiac, you stay on your job, and, you know, great results can be achieved when you keep yourself useful, you know? Yeah, so that's another way to shift some of the thinking. You know, so many people are focused on what's wrong, with themselves a lot of people are focused on what's wrong with other people too but how can you help how can you serve how can you improve some things i think that's an important component that maybe a lot of people are missing you know yeah love yourself um would you apply yourself to supply wealth as i think kendrick said you know so um yes sir yes sir we all have we all have a special calling or thing that we're supposed to do. And in order to do it, we have to figure out what way it works. 
But along with figuring out what way works automatically, you think of what doesn't work. Don't overburden yourself with what doesn't work. Pay attention more so to what you need to do to get things going. You know when you need to change up your daily routine. You know when you need to go to the gym. Mm. You know when you should stop bullshitting yourself about something, you know? Yeah. And you, you should know when that um, when to gauge. Um, like a lot of people go to the gym, it's hundred percent of their day, and I like to think that it's just it's an essential five percent of the day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if everyone knows, but I'm doing this fifty burpee a day challenge. Yeah, fifty burpees a day. Um, my favorite. No, burpees are not my favorite. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to hate them, but um, when I started doing Muay Thai. Um, when um, when I was late, blame the Mars and such, I would have to do burpees instead of skipping, so to catch up and go straight to kickboxing. So yeah, I thought as soon as I wasn't going to the classes, let me just do them just so I can keep up, keep my fitness up, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's that's me. That's me. That's my Mars and six pushing boundaries as well, you know. So um, I didn't do the fifty yesterday, so I've got to do hundred today. No, I'll pack uh-huh. to the fifty. And I yeah. hope you hold yourself to it. That's another thing, accountability. Oh, oh yeah, I did the fifty this morning, so I've got the other fifty to do this evening. Oh, okay, okay. See, I don't feel that bad. See, he's going to actually hold himself to it again. Oh. And this this comes up like I feel like every episode, and it will be direct soon. But Saturn is still in Capricorn. I keep telling people mm. have to work in integrity if you yeah. want desired results. Saturn will reward you if you do the work. Yeah, that's that's what I've been thinking about lately as well. Saturn, Saturn wants hard work. It does want hard work, isn't it? There's yep. a ring around. There's a ring around that planet for a reason, isn't it? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. And when you're when you're working, it also rules karma too. So we got to think yeah. about how we're working. Do the ends justify the means? What yeah. are the ways that you know we're honoring that work? What steps? Where's your Saturn, Elibish? My Saturn is in Virgo, retrograde, in the 12th house, conjunct my Lilith, opposing yeah. my sun. What degree? It's if at 23 degrees. Ooh. Yeah. My sun is at 13 degrees, Virgo, so... Mm. <laughs> your sun's at 13. But, but, yeah, but people forget that... Um, yeah, it's at 13 degrees, Virgo, but people forget Saturn's not just... You know, restriction and um, an achievement. It's also support as well. Literally, it's just it can be a simple. Yes, I didn't think about that. You're right. Because the muscles, would the muscles be about a skeleton? You know, to support and keep everything. That's true. That's true. Ruling the bones and the teeth and the structure. We need all of those things in order for you to even have anything around it. That's true. Uh, The support network um, energy is our home in itself. So, yeah. No. I okay. felt like my Saturn has has saved my life in, in a lot of ways. It's funny because I think people with 12th house placements often they get a chart read or something and they hear somebody go, oh, you've got planets in the 12th house and then it <laughs> becomes this like doom and gloom thing. But, mm. but for me, I feel like my Earth energy didn't fully feel activated in my chart until after my Saturn returned. And after that happened, I became, I was always aware of this. I felt that there was like a little adult parent, like midget adult parent on my shoulder, always mm-hmm. telling me, you know, what was wrong or what to do or what not to do or seeing stuff with other people. 
But it's like, yeah. That inner moral compass, yeah. Yes, and it it was just like constantly focal in, in my head. But what I've learned from that is that is the part of me that has really allowed me to structure things appropriately. I'm like, that's the ruler of my moon sitting in my 12th house. Like, wow. what? Like, when I first read about that, when I was learning astrology, I'm like, mm, I would have this terrible, terrible, horrible placement. Like, I just felt like, oh, woe is me. But as I've grown, I embrace it. Yeah. I, I really embrace it. Saturn is here to um, give us the boundaries and the structures. And I'm also learning that it's okay for me. I feel like I've lacked compassion from some yeah. people over the course of my life, having Saturn in the 12th. But that's to teach me to shine on my own. So that helps me reach my North Node purpose anyway. So Wow. Because having Virgo in the 12th, that's it. Saturn there, boy. I try to tell all my Libra risings, y'all want to act like it. But having Virgo in the 12th, you're secretly judgy. You might not let people know, except your your closest <laughs> friends, how fucking judgy you are, but I guarantee you. And I, it, it's funny to see it play out because for some reason, I just have a circle of friends where yeah. we're all Libra Risings. And we have very starkly different charts, but there are some things that like we connect with. Yeah, that you have, that you have a commonality. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and I'm like, that judginess can be our downfall if we're not careful, so... It's undeniable, isn't it? That twelve house energy. Oh yeah, it's it's there. You're you're not. It's subconscious. It. Oh my! I can't ignore my mind's in Gemini. So ah, I got you. You're like man, man. I, I, I can't ignore it. You know, I can really, you know, I can really overdo the Gemini sometimes. Overthinking. Um, it's interesting as well because I actually use two names as well. So I've got a English ah. name, one English name, and a Ghanaian name. So. Ah, gotcha. They're embodying it. So, um, but you know, everyone's got Virgo in their chart. You know, it's just... Say that again, please. Because I argued with somebody that tried to tell me that the only thing in their chart was Scorpio and Sagittarius, (laughs) and I died. And I said, that's impossible. (laughs) Go ahead. That's funny. Someone's rebuking Virgo, but... You're like, I did my chart myself, and you didn't do it well. But go ahead, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, it's that customized chart, yeah. No, but everyone, everyone has got all twelve signs, all twelve houses in the chart. Yes. Whether or not you've got a planet on there, uh, um, that's obviously, you know, that's another factor. If you do not have planets in that sign, it doesn't mean that no, you're not about your craft, or you can never be like, you can never reach the, the feats of um, achieved by Michael Jackson or Idris Elba or um, Nas or Beyonce or what have you. Um, what it means is that um, you may have some free reign, some free free will to some capacity in that in that area, that house, um, that area of experience mm-hmm. where Virgo is cusp of, yeah? But you should still look to see where Mercury is. Uh, look to see where the ruler of Virgo Mercury is and that will uh, give you yes. as to where you can hone in or pinpoint um, a craft or some Virgo energy or where you might be um, full picking or where you might want to see an improvement um, mine's in my fifth house yeah yeah nice. so that makes me go yeah what what ways can I express myself creatively working on a lot of different creative things that might be the key to helping me you know deal even though I told you this energy has had me virtually calm I don't know what it is <laughs> something about it I'm just like mm, okay 
But for everybody else, just like you said, you want to see where your Mercury falls. Yeah. What house, what sign. That'll give you some clues as to how this energy, where this energy and how it'll be affecting you and how you can deal with it. Absolutely. And preparing us, especially for the coming Libra season, which I think the last part of this year is really, really important. Because I think from 2020 to 2023, I've been looking ahead at some of like the different astrological transits and stuff. It's intense, isn't it? It's intense as fuck. So this is what this is all this is all the prelude. This is like oh hell yeah, it is definitely this is the prelude. And the thing about it is, again, going back to what you said about cycles. Yeah. As we like, first of all, as we get closer to Saturn and Aquarius, which we talked about last time a little bit, but. As we end this year and Saturn goes direct and we start to really, I I was reading somebody talking about how if we're just looking at astrology, that's one thing, but you know how some people incorporate numbers and different things as well. So they're looking at like the numerology of 2020. That's a four year and I'm a four life path. So that kind of stuck out to me. So I've been kind of curious about this year for a while. But I kind of feel like people don't understand that a lot of the energy that we're dealing with hasn't been dealt with in forever. Like if you, especially if you're looking at some of the outer planets and where they are and then how they're aspecting other things. But, but there is going to be a complete, especially by the time Pluto decides to move its ass into Aquarius. Can you imagine what yeah, Jupiter's got Jupiter is going to expand everything as well. Jupiter's yes. going to expand you know? Oh, yes, because Jupiter's going into Aquarius, too. Listen, y'all. My Jupiter returns coming, too, so... Hmm. Feel it. What house is it going to be in? Let's see. Dick's house. House of Ah, got you, got you. So I kind of feel like everybody needs to... Um... <laughs> I hate to put it like this. Everybody oh, needs yeah. to... You know what? I just remembered. Enjoy this, but go ahead, honey. Mace is a Virgo as well. Here we go. Now, what do we say about Mace's flow? Because I've been saying oh, this forever. Uh, yes. Someone said he sounded like the most bored rapper. I've, I loved him, though. Like, I absolutely love Mace. That, 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 that lazy flow. Yeah. Like, he, was, he was a writer. He wrote yes. so many people, you know. He wrote so many people. And um, LL Cool J is a Virgo rising, too. Ah. So even though he's got an album called The Goat, um, you see, he he was the first one to come out with that whole GO acronym. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of people did that, and he's actually a Capricorn as well. In case which, some um, people don't understand what it is, the greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. And um, the Capricorn. The, <laughs> yeah, the seagull is the, um, the Capricorn you know, representative. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he, he's obviously put in a shift. He's worked real hard, um, and he's, he's still looking out for his health. And, um, you know, he's shaping everything. So, you know, shout out to LL. And, um, you know, Vir- Virgo offers, Virgo contributes a lot to the Zodiac. Um, I think if a lot of people were to say, it's not a very bright question, but sometimes we'd be thinking like that. If one were to say, oh, if there was one sign of the Zodiac that we could do without, what would it be? <laughs> I, I don't think anybody would say Virgo. No, I think of, I think there's another one I think they would let go of first. I don't want to let go of the ball because, you know. Anyway. Yeah, no, we need all of it. They're there for a reason. We need all of it. We need all of it. 
they all tell a story. Everything happens in the natural order that it's supposed to, I feel, according to the zodiac. So we, if we remove something, we're removing a part of ourselves collectively yeah. and individually. So we don't want to do that. But yes, I wouldn't take Virgo out. We need it. It's necessary. And it, you know, your mom nags you because she loves you. Your wife nags you because she loves you when she yeah. So that's that that goes out to the Virgo moons especially who may literally have to deal with that situation, you know. Of the of the nagging mum, isn't it? Yes, you are absolutely positively correct. Right. It's interesting though because um when you've got Virgo on the cusp of your houses, they can mean so many different things. Like having Virgo on your second house, you're gonna be, you know, careful and meticulous with your with with your with how you spend your money. Well you could be mm-hmm. with how you spend your money or um how you apply yourself um to earn your money or how you honor your talents. So there's so many themes of the sign that could marry up with the themes of the house. It's just pretty much, um, it's pretty much how you put them together. But that also depends on how that client or person um, unconsciously or consciously, um, unconsciously takes steps towards the situation and conscious application as well. So um, this is why I'd rather do um, client sessions instead of doing the whole mystic make trying to sound cool predicting and telling people what they're going to be because you know it's, it's when a client's given context um, you know we can pretty much see a pool that we can go into oh yeah fetch the details of the chart be like yeah that's that part this this part and then okay we've got some context so we know what we're working with and we've got more um options insights and possibilities that that are more um relatable you're having them um basically zero in on certain aspects to help them better navigate things yeah yeah i could i can dig that that's that's kind of my approach to it too with readings i mean in general yes i like people to understand their information but if you can without that vertical energy how can we dissect down and be precise about what areas to look into like you said a doorway opens you know which way to go like she did gotta know which way to go though yeah and you know a lot of people say virgos might not be the most romantic but at the end of the day um you get a lot of signs that promise and disappoint i'm not saying signs i'm saying people right uh, in the day and time where you get disappointment um you can pretty much count on i would say count on but um it's highly it's, it's, it's probable it's probable that someone with strong Virgo energy will look after you practically you know they'll take on the work of Hercules um, they'll look after the small tiny details that you might not want to um, and yeah they'll they'll make that big thing happen or the big things happen so and I, I know for myself I can honestly say my life has been made better by the Virgos in it the, because to me especially when they're genuine and really care about you and love you even if you're taking the criticism as an insult or <laughs> whatever may be the case. What I've learned over time is a lot of them would not waste their time even wasting their breath about what could be perfected yeah. if they didn't care. Yeah, they didn't care. I mean, because Virgo is... Virgo, Virgo can be alone. It's like if 
if Virgo is not getting its standard of what it wants, then it will just be. A, it, it can do. It can do good all by its, its damn self, as that's the, as the old adage goes. You know. Yeah. I can do, I can do good all by my goddamn self. So um, yeah, it's like you know, Virgo's good. Virgo, Virgo can be good by itself, but um, it cares. It does care, and if it doesn't. You can pretty much expect the Virgo to be like, um, if someone's asking, "Oh, what happened to um, what happened to Stranger? or what happened to um, <laughs> Claire, or um, <laughs> Millie, or whatever," and the Virgo will be like, "Oh, I fired that person ages ago." You know, Virgo will treat it like work. I fired that person. I got rid oh, of. Oh yeah, them. I've heard. I've heard them <laughs> say, "Oh, such and such lost their right to talk to me," and I <laughs> fell the fuck out. <laughs> Because my personal energy understood that yeah, you've been cancelled. Like, like, nah. <laughs> or like um, P forty five. You know, I once heard. I once heard um, Lethal B. He's a UK MC. He said that on a track once in a diss track. It's like P forty five, and I was just laughing, just laughing. But P forty five is obviously um, in the UK. You get given that. When you when you get when you when you're no longer working at a company. Oh, that's get, what it's called. You get P forty five. Where you get all your details sent through the post. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. National insurance number, the place of you work. It's just so that you don't work here anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, I get it now. Now it's funny. <laughs> Cancelled, like um, like what um, Wesley Nino was it um Nino Brown. Well, yes. Nina Brown put in um, New Jack City, you know. Yeah. Listen, there's no coincidences. Virgo's yeah. associated with work. It's funny. It can be bougie, though. It can be a bougie sign. No, you know, right yeah. when I like, it can be bougie. And, um, but, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it because this is, again, a reason to understand astrological keywords. Absolutely. You'll get you'll get some in depth about why certain people with these energies act a certain way. Yeah, it, it's innate to their energy. These these things just come in here. So I can dig it. And thank you for putting up with them questions because uh, those those are good questions because those are questions that um, sometimes I see those in in the um, in the groups as well. Yeah, they're up there a lot. People. And, and I get it, especially if you're in the midst of something and you want to know how best to navigate it. Um, yeah. You know, again, I feel like you do have to take individual charts into consideration. I don't know how to discount those. I just don't. Well, this is the thing. I mean, people want a quick fix these days. I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'm going to address this real quick. People want a quick fix and they want to be like, oh, I'm just like, what sign's most compatible with me? But. Mm. What, about, what about the moon sign, the Venus sign, what about the Mars sign, what about the Psyche sign? You know, what about composite charts put together? These are all tools, by the way, they're tools and symbols. So these symbols have got, um, when they're matched with certain, um, with other symbols, um, you know, they can pretty much make a prominent dynamic. I mean, you could really have the most incompatible signs, but if you've got um, Venus conjunct Mars, or that other person's Venus, um, symbol like if you were to put in the other person's chart it's right on their Mars both ways mm-hmm. yeah th- there's going to be undeniable attraction isn't there there could be yes sir it happens yeah 
I think I think that there's going to be a resurgence of people wanting depth versus you know some of these quick fish fixes that you're talking about absolutely things are changing um people are seeking new ways to be able to understand how life around them works how people around them work and mm. you know our individuality i think is going to be highlighted as well so when people realize how you know because you could say in the grand scheme of things none of us are but a blip on the radar to the universe and i get that but you know, if we can maintain the sense of owning our individuality and loving ourselves and knowing that we're each here with a different purpose, I think that allows us to accept ourselves better and then yeah. to look a little deeper because then you don't look at everybody as just like, oh, well, you know, you know, there's this permeating thing with the sexes, it seems, where, you know, there's a lot of man hate going on. Yeah. Um, like, I, I have to address this. I'm sorry. There's a lot of man hate going on. It on listen and granted i understand a lot of women feel that you know we've been living under a patriarchal system that has worked in cross purposes for you know women being able to make the choices that they want to make and have equality and such but all that aside why are we hating men like this is a i i don't co-sign this i have men in my life i love i cannot just spread these hateful messages that just completely make it seem like men are the enemy. I refuse to do mm. it. I said before, when Chiron left Pisces and went into Aries, that I got a sense of when I pulled the chart for that day, mm. that there was going to be over the, the next eight years, there's a lot that is being called upon to handle the masculine energy that you know that is here not handle it the way we've been handling it a lot of people want to fight it they feel like it's something to be wary of something to be scared of but i don't even really look at it that way anyway because remember mm. when we're talking about masculine or feminine essences yeah. we're not just talking about a man versus a woman all of us have masculine oh, yeah. energies in us wow. at varying degrees Absolutely. So, so you know but i feel like this restructuring of things that I have felt going on. Because remember when Jupiter went to Scorpio? That's when Me Too started. If you think about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole uh, Weinstein thing. And the thing is, that was yeah. as, soon, as soon as Jupiter finished. It was interesting because Jupiter was at 29 degrees Libra, which mm-hmm. is a uh, finality degree. Uh, the critical, critical angle. Oh yeah, that sense of urgency. Let's get this done now. Yes. Yeah. Let's wrap this up and Libra obviously you know partnerships and all that stuff and Jupiter is pretty much bringing things into the light so Jupiter was warming up and yeah you know how it goes with the zero degree placements you can't wait to go in and do and do all the um, all the digging up and everything because oh yeah Jupiter is, is, is a very expensive it's bringing into the light where Scorpio is, is a very leaving the depths so you got Jupiter going into the graveyard and bringing up the dead bodies up, which were... Oh, yes. All the secrets, all the taboos. All the, secrets, all the taboos. Bringing them into the public eye and then the weeds that need to happen. Yeah. And I feel like as soon as that happened, a lot of the more negative tones of, I guess you could say, feminism started coming out. Because here's my thing. Like, I'm going to never, ever, 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 ever be one who is going to say that, you know, because I believe should have choices in life and be able to do different things that they want that are not 
necessarily um, associated with the sex that they are. Like, mm. you know, girls, I don't care about all that stuff. I think people have the freedom to choose that. But what I don't like is this downplaying of the, our opposite energies in order to make ourselves feel better. I can empower mm. other women without doggy men and vice versa. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. That, that goes, yeah, I mean, you can be pro, just because you're pro something doesn't mean you have to be anti something. Exactly, exactly. And I feel like a lot of the pettiness, remember I said Virgo season was bringing mm. up a lot of petty? I've been seeing it happen more as far as everything going on with the sexes. And I was reading about a, a Virgo. Discriminating this. Oh, yes, because people are not going to hold back like when, when that is activated. It's going to be like, oh, I'm going to really get in there and get every extra little piece. But they were mm. talking about a Venus and Mars cycle wrapping up. And I started thinking about, because I just recently started going back and looking at, you know, different cycles and such. And now with it here in Virgo, it's like, well, I guess I should ask you initially, what what feeling, like, how would you describe Venus and Mars together in Virgo? Like, what Venus, feeling? Um, yeah. I would say that the needs and wants, desires, and assertiveness pretty much harmonized. Okay. You know, it, it, they, there's, um, you know, they are one, they're one, they're pretty much at one, at oneness, you know, acting, they don't act separately, you know, where one goes, the other goes, you know, sort of like a new moon in, in, in a way. Right. You know? And my feeling with it in Virgo, though, is like, so if your wants and your needs are in harmony, but we're both at a a point of changeability, you know, where we're understanding direction, for me, that speaks to a lot of people not necessarily being comfortable with the fact that because their wants and needs are, you know, aligned, they have to make change. It's like those things are aligned, changes have to come. Yeah, and it's opposite the chaos planet, Neptune as well. Exactly, exactly. Neptune, listen, first of all, (laughs) shout outs to Neptune just because I love you. But I really, I love you deeply. I really do. But did you retrograde, Hunty? For me, this has been interesting because I feel like it's not working at its, like, and I've read arguments about this. Like, some people feel as though retrograde planets in retrograde i've read somebody's argument for it meaning it's more like itself than you know people say because a lot of people would say it's not acting in its direct motion so therefore it's acting out of character so like for me Uh, i've read arguments where i'm like somebody really wrote 13 pages on this thing and i was like wow and i loved it but i mean don't you find it interesting that um Let's say um, one Epstein, yeah. One Epstein had a Venus-Mars conjunction in Pisces, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Neptune was on that. And the transiting planets were uh, Venus-Mars now. I'm, I'm, not saying they were all, I'm not saying they were always there, but um, Neptune also rules Scandal as well. Yes. So, um, yeah, Neptune, Neptune's one to watch out for. It's definitely one to watch out for. Yeah. I feel like it's pulling back. It's make, it's forcing some people to kind of see under that, like, misbehaves and mm, go, oh, I don't like what's there. I don't, mm. Yeah, I don't like what's there. And the Virgo energy opposing it, I feel like it's like, look, I don't care whether you like it or not. You got to do something about it. Yeah, Mercury's, Mercury's, Mercury's busy with the trickery going to hell and back and a lot of traveling and communication and all sorts. 
Whereas um, Neptune's interesting. Even when learning a chart, it was the last symbol that I saw in my chart. And I was like, oh, Neptune's there. Where's Neptune been hiding all the time? Just like the nature of its um, archetypal <laughs> principle, isn't it? Oh, yes. Hmm. That is fascinating, for real. Neptune out here throwing hazes on things, casting mm. shadows, glamouring people. Like... Oh, glamour. Glamour, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, um, yeah, they say, um, yeah, there's a lot of glamour placements with uh, with Neptune as well. So we'll see. I might have to see how this Venus where Neptune thing goes. <laughs> I think that, listen, I like the squares because I like the challenges. And mm. some people are going to be forced, unfortunately, to kind of realize they're, they've been duped. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're not going to like it, but it's, it's, it's necessary. Gonna have to watch out for that. Um, watch out for the scam. Watch yes. out for the scam. Yeah. Yes, there could be. Listen, there could be a, a, a scam as far as your money, just being assessed oh. that, um, or your value system. I feel value like. System. Yes. Or relationship, relationship as well could be some deceit. There could be um, um, some cheating. Who knows? Sometimes all it takes is that one planet to come along and make that T square. Not yes. to sound dogmatic, but I've <laughs> seen we've seen this happen. We've seen this happen, but it happens when you study time and study events and study correlations. Is the unfolding because it's all unfolding, isn't it? Yes. Un- but at the end of the day. You know, it's all experience for the psyche and it validates the psyche, doesn't it? So, um, you know, that's what it all comes down to. It's um, going on whether we acknowledge it or not, too, which is an important yeah. piece. So I think it's better to acknowledge it, to yeah. be familiar but, with it. But there's so many different parts of um, astrology. You've got the holistic astrology, you've got the transpersonal, um, traditional, you've got the relocational as well. So, um, knows where you see some mercury there that might be the place where, where there's going to be some some work um expect to, to do your craft there who knows so hey, attention guys the details will be highlighted but as he was just saying um you know it's really about being prepared and accepting these cycles for what they are taking the path that yeah. you know is least resistant to it you know you see yeah. something and realize it and fight it, well, you're not taking the path of least resistance. You have oh. to accept that it's Yeah. I mean, um, one person was doing a presentation once I saw, um, and she said, um, for example, London School of Astrology, shout out to London School of Astrology. And um, she must have said that opportunity is a door marked push. So, uh, you know, I've always liked that. I've always liked that. And then um, I agree with that opportunity is a door marked push go hard yes that's 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 true gotta get ready to push that door open and um luck and luck is luck is um preparation meeting opportunity halfway i mean we can go on on and on on and on forever with these um wise sayings but all very earthy sayings too you know Mm. Mm. very apropos very apropos Especially yeah. with that other Earth energy going on, so I agree. You notice yeah. the change. You know you have to make it, and you have to take the actionable steps. Feet in the ground, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of us are feeling the heaviness of it, but listen, 
What did you say at the beginning of this broadcast? Change comes. That is part of the cycle. And we are in a changeable season. Exactly. Exactly. So, you ready for the change? Yeah. The needs, the needs, the needs, the needs and wants can change as well. You know? Pay attention. Pay attention to them. They'll, you'll definitely get those keys and those clues about what needs to go. And I hate saying, I hate saying releasing things, but in a way you are. <laughs> Separating what's necessary from what's not under this influence, you're definitely getting rid of what no longer serves you, so to speak. Yeah, I mean the Virgo rules the intestine. Virgo um, rules the intestines as well. So as Aries, Aries rules the head. You know, towards yes. the throat, the feet, Pisces. But um, when it comes to assimilating, like actually separating, um, uh, separating, breaking down and assimilating. That's Virgo. Yeah, and that makes total sense with the intestines. Because what, um, what, what does it do with information? It, it breaks it down and it, it, it's processed in a useful way. Yes. So you, the intestines right there. So. And yeah. that should also tell you that sometimes the breaking down of information or concepts and like what happens when your stomach hurts. <laughs> like you understand what I mean? Sometimes that process is a slight bit painful, but it's necessary. And then if it's not useful, you know where it's you know where it's going. It's going out. 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 It's going which is another thing as well because if you look at the two astrological glyphs, um, Virgo and Scorpio have similar glyphs. It's just that the What's end that, of um, yeah is tied up, but at the end, Virgo um, Scorpio has an outlet. Right. Yeah. So, um, which is interesting, you know, you do get a lot of. Um, Virgo Scorpio parents as well, like Cassie, Cassie, um, Cassie Ventura, Virgo, uh, Diddy, Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had their little five minutes together and everything. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, so. I see the connection there and it makes sense. I just hope everybody can um, navigate this well and, you know, be prepared because we're coming to my favorite season, which is fall. I can't wait. <laughs> Libra yeah. and I oh my god I can't wait for us to talk music and stuff during oh yeah season. so oh, yeah. we'll be back yeah. everybody we'll be no it's been great it's been great so um thanks for having me no, um no it's around 11.08 to be precise oh hashtag, that is correct hashtag Virgo voice in um <laughs> UK time in London City 2nd of June um, what time is it over there and um, where you're at? It's Please. six six oh eight p.m. So five hours behind. You are in the future, like I said before. Oh boy, what about Australians? Where? <laughs> oh, they're really in the future. <laughs> but yeah, this. Thank you for coming on and talking, Burger. Uh, no doubt, it's been great. It's been great. So, I love uh, it, and I appreciate your insight and also your enthusiasm for relating it to everything, including music, which we're working on something, you guys. It'll come up and we'll announce it a little later. Oh, yeah. That's going to be really, really, really dope and really, really interesting. Especially for people who dig um, music and music concerts. We'll see. We'll let you guys know. Well, are we going to be like the Astro Nas and AZ? Yeah, you know, I you think, know. Yes, the the Pisces. Yes, yes. And remember, I got some bars to spit. So, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid to freestyle. It's no problem. 
Oh yeah. I love it, I love it, I love it. It's not now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll save that for another time. No problem, now. Definitely, can. definitely. So you can catch us on the gram. You know, you can catch me at, um, at Man of the Houses, one word. Um, yes. You can me at forward slash Man of the Houses. There's, there's a website coming soon. More podcasts coming soon. And yeah, English, you already know. Come on, man. Tell me details. I am definitely going to um, having some things coming up, but Philadelphia Vish on Instagram. The yeah. best way to keep up with everything is, even though we have the website spiritualgangstercertified.com, but the Facebook community is popping. So facebook.com slash spiritualgangsta, not gangster, gangsta certified. Um, you can go there. We'll have all types of stuff up there. Yeah. And um, Anchor, you know, Anchor, Spotify, yeah, just check our names up on there, and yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna put out more insights, uh, more awareness um, out there, and try not sound like two nerdy professors. With it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, wow. yes, yes. Astrology is not just for nerdy yeah. professors. I will work on my my English accent as well because it sucks, and every time I. I don't know. I, I just don't do it well. I can't. I don't know how to do it. Like, I sound ridiculous when I. <laughs> but. What did you think about London? I think she did all right that one. Give her, give her a nine. Give her a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I need to do is stop trying so hard and just listen to you guys talk. Cause I'm just. I, I said this a long time ago. I feel like even English children sound like little adults, and that's intimidating to Americans. <laughs> But it's, 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 it's English coming from England, so I guess it's, I know, it's, it's I know. Pretty much, it's pretty much like Mercury. Or <laughs> be careful with that one. No, I can't. I can't liken that to Mercury being a Virgo, but um, it's pretty much, you know, home, isn't it? So you know, yeah. I guess, like, Maybe yeah, it's yeah. more like you know Mercury and Pisces, like I have, which is totally yeah. out of sorts. And like, you still, and you still get a range of accents here as well, and range of dialects. So um, it's. You know. I would love to look into um, in a future episode since I've now started to become obsessed with the astrology of places. Ah, uh, England. Yeah. Yes. I would love to look at our respective astrologies of where we are and, you know, link them to themes because that's yeah. another thing. You mentioned uh, astro relocation, I think, too, a minute oh, ago. Astro relocation, um, charts of places interesting because you obviously get the charts of presidents and prime ministers relating to the charts of the country like Trump mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, relating to the chart of America but um, yeah we'll, we'll get into that soon I mean charts Trump is just I've seen that chart so many times I just unfortunately know everything. I know it too did you okay real quick question just for him I don't know if anybody out there in the listening audience knows the chart of him that I've been privy to I just read like three articles where people try to say that is the incorrect chart and that that is uh, and I was like what I've been like uh, okay I've been I'm sure I'm, I'm sure he's a Mars and Leo that's what um, I said Mars and Leo in the ascendant he, he, come, he comes across as very 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 masculine maybe too masculine in those that's, that's, uh, Even though I don't like his cancer essence either, that's what makes me. Th- <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, let me see. See now you're. Cancer. Let me see. It's something in the fourth house that gave him a little. Uh, wait a minute. He's, he's a Venus in Cancer, isn't he? 
I think so. Wait a minute. He's a Gemini. He's a Sag full moon, isn't he? Sun in Gemini. Sag full moon. Because you guys, oh, and shout outs to Astral Gold, which I just used in my phone. Oh, yeah. I I stay using Goldie. He came with him in here. He's under. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people's charts um, that come, you know, with Astral Gold. Yeah, we yeah for those out there we 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 can we and I started off using um astro.com and astro yeah DM, yeah um, you know um and then yeah you start me from you've got apps like Time Passages Astro Gold you've got software like Solar Fire um, you've got like apps like Astro Matrix there's, there's quite a lot out there so I love Solar Fire let me tell you Same I here. just my astro nines in there which we're going to talk about all this stuff in the future i'm telling you guys yeah. and midpoints midpoints slept yes too. yes wait i just had his chart and i went past it now i found david beckham's shout out to bex pushing bex yes hey, and shout out to my friend my dear friend um david who i used to work with at a terrible job who was obsessed with the Spice Girls. This was years ago. And when they did a reunion tour, I remember him literally trying to get off to go to this tour and they wouldn't let him. And he basically was like, fuck this job. And he actually had this huge following of people that were following him on YouTube, going to all these Spice Girls concerts. And the day that he met David Beckham, when he went to something, I died. Like, I just... I just died inside, but I just thought about him. Um, yep, here's his chart. I found Trump's chart. Sorry, y'all. Beckham, Beckham's. Um, I know he's a Taurus rising. Mm. He's a pilot. He's a sun in twelve. Is he a sun in twelve? Mm, he's twelve. Going back to black profile. Where'd you go, back? I just had you. Oh, there's so many people in here. As I'm scrolling, looking for him, I'm like, ah. I know. Albert Einstein, Alexander Graham Bell, Freud, Isaac Newton, my others, David Beckham, May 2nd, 1975, 6.17 a.m. He's a son of 12, Taurus Rising, I think. think. Yeah, he's Taurus Rising, son in the 12th, Mercury in the 12th. There you go. Yeah, moon and Capricorn. Yeah. Yeah. 10th house moon in Capricorn at the 29th degree. Yeah, he was the captain, isn't it? He was the captain. Yes. So, um, yeah, there you go. Oh, I keep seeing all these 29 degrees. And Trump's chart, 29 degrees on the Ascendant. Ascendant, oh, Trump right. Regulus. Yeah. Wow, that's, well, that makes sense. This is, <laughs> listen, I, now I'm mad if this chart is wrong because I'm used to it. But Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, We're pretty sure that is the chart. And, um, you know, when you look at Taurus, you look at his Leo energy, he, his Trump tower pretty much satisfies that whole alignment, doesn't it? <laughs> Yes, it does. And you were right. It's Cancer Energy. Venus conjunct Saturn and Cancer. And he also has Mercury at eight degrees of Cancer. But when I was, when I remembered his fourth house, it was because he's a Sag Moon. And um, he's got his Sag Moon conjunct his South Node. Yeah. But it's interesting because you would think someone with that kind of placement is, is embracing of people from all walks of life. And um, it's like the immigration thing, isn't it? So it's like he's not there. It's different. So you know, some people Sajman can work in different ways. They can be all airy fairy, and yeah, everybody. Let's all sit at the table. But then 
it depends on the role of society that you're involved in as well, isn't it? Because yeah, and he's got his Black Moon Lilithan Sag in the fourth. Wait. And they conjunct the moon and the Black Moon Lilith. No, the moon and the south node are at 20 and 21 degrees, but... Because he was born on a, um, he was born on an eclipse, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yo. Wow. So... He's pretty much um, addressing immigration and, you know, the international scene. He's always on the international scene, isn't he? Yes, Before and I don't... I, I definitely see... And he's got Jupiter in the second. The get money placement. Yes, I know a couple people with this, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> I guess their whole life they never really like felt like that was apropos, and they're just like, "What?" Him, him, Jay, and uh, Warren Buffett, um, I believe, have got those those placements. Yeah. His, and then he's got um, he's got a full second house, Neptune, Juno, Chiron, and Jupiter all in Libra. Oh, Juno. that's for another. That's for wow, another day. Juno conjunct Chiron. Okay, yeah, I just saw a whole conversation we could have. Sorry, uh, <laughs> you see how we just go off, but this is just this is a good pairing. I, oh, yeah, I really like doing stuff with you know them. This is just this is just how astro- astrological conversations. This is just how they are. Yeah, you know? yeah, it becomes part of your life. You don't know how to discuss things without mentioning it. I'm sure I'm annoying yeah. to people who have no idea what I'm talking about iron sharpens iron and just it's pretty much bringing you into the kind of conversations we have as as astrologers yes um yeah um you know apologies if the symbolisms are still not made clear we will go into that we will have specials going on to symbolisms um yes it's not really a class or a lecture right now it's pretty much sharing the conversations we have as astrologers Mm-hmm. Um, with you, you know, just um, giving you insights here and there, you know, yes, but just sharing, you know, sharing, yeah. We but can we certainly will. teach in the future. Oh, yeah, we will, we will, definitely. Well, stay tuned for that. And again, I thank you guys for listening to another episode of Spiritual Gangster Certified. Want to give a special shout out, of course, always, and a thank you to Man of the Houses for coming through and gracing us with his amazing knowledge and just ability to be able to make astrology a practical thing that we can see, you know, in right. the, throughout all of life and everything that we like. That's that's something that I really respect. So I thank you for doing that. Uh, bless up, thank you as well. And you know, your, you know, your insights are priceless and valuable. Thank you. And, and we'll be back with some really dope shit. Like let, let me stop let me stop acting like I'm not proud of everything that we have <laughs> coming up because I am. <laughs> I call all good things coming up. Definitely, definitely. But yes, the part in the world do that. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, you know? So, bless up. Yes, everyone have a good evening. Peace. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.